Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi, this is Jonathan Doe, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. To sick on cinema. I'm one half of your I ain't dead yet, pussy boy, podcasters, oh, John. <laughs> I'm your other half, Matt. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to what's sure to be an extra sexy episode of Sick on Cinema as we delve deep into the world of fetishes. Sexy is, uh, I guess, right. Kinky. It's going to get kinky up in this bitch. I'm just going to go ahead and say this right here, right now in America. In America. There wasn't a single scene from any of these movies that I was like, yep, that's sexually attractive. Well, that that says more about you. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, I'll just keep my fucking mouth shut over here. We never even really, like, formally announced, like, the movies we were going to be covering, really. Well, I I think people figured it out from the teaser. Yeah, they did. We're going to be covering uh, 29 Needles. Yes. Crash. And feed. And feed, which, uh, stay tuned, because I think one of these movies may create an all-time segment. Uh, look, I- I'm gonna hold opinions, okay, on that movie until... The later. reviews, yeah, of yeah. course. Yes. I'm not gonna say a fucking word mm-hmm. until it's time. Yes. Okay. Alright. <laughs> just wanna clarify that. Uh, I'm just gonna say... Give me that water. Yeah. Going into this episode... I would, you know, because we kind of, you know, we don't really like, I don't know, the way we lay out an episode, it's like, <clears throat> the order of the movies don't really matter necessarily. No. But like, if it's not like, we're, if we're not going chronologically, mm-hmm. then usually we pick like what we feel is the big one. Yes. To end it on. Going into this episode, I was certain it was going to be David Cronenberg's crash. Yeah. I almost feel bad because I feel like... The other movies, and again, we're not even saying which one, but if you know what John said at the beginning, that I think you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, as I said, I almost feel bad because it feels like we're going to be talking about those, of course, giving their, the, them their time. Mm-hmm. But then the other one <laughs> is going to have special treatment. Special treatment. Which, from you. Okay. Because I did not feel as strongly about this movie as you did. Fair, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> but um, It may be an all-timer. It may be shit, too. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Let's just say, not since Duck. 
or Amazing Bulk has has a passion come forth. <laughs> no, Violent Shift 4. Oh, yeah, Violent Shift 4. That, well, we weren't even like motivated to talk about that one, though. That movie just sucked. It, it was horrible. We can both agree that this movie's not that bad. As Violent Shift 4? Yeah. There's not much that can be that bad. <laughs> for true, for true. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. How you doing, Matt? I am a love. I'm dog-ass tired. Yeah. But I pulled myself up by the bootstraps and did the episode. I almost postponed it, but I was like, no. <laughs> no, we're just going to do it. Yeah. Um, My work has decided to go back full schedule. Yeah. Since uh, we went to a way more, uh, what would you call it, small schedule? Yeah, for reduced schedule. Reduced schedule after, when the pandemic started. So, yeah, so now I guess since the pandemic is over in people's eyes. Well, I mean, it's not, but. No, it's definitely not. No, not even close to over. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, one of us ends up getting it <laughs> sooner than later. Let's knock on wood. But yeah, and that's been a pain in the fucking ass. And it's funny because we're talking about how much our work sucks and how much of a schedule, a crazy schedule we're working. And we also announced a second podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Well, to be fair, that podcast was an idea when my schedule was still very relaxed. (laughs) And now I've just added a shit ton of more shit to my plate. Yeah, because the reason I agreed to do it was because you were going to take on the hosting duties of this podcast. Because I was like, oh, if I ain't got to like edit it and shit like that, then of course I'll sit down and do a second podcast. And it's also going to be monthly. Yes, it's either month. It's either going to be monthly or just if we are in the mood to do another one. Yeah, the schedule tentatively is monthly. Oh, yeah. It, Could there be two a month? Sure, maybe. Depends. You know if if I mean? we're feeling a bit froggy and got a hair up our ass, yeah, we will do two a month. And for those who don't keep up with our Instagram or anything like that, which you should, that's yeah, the only place you really can get a hold of us. Fair enough. <laughs> or is. the email. Or the email. Um. We are doing a podcast called John and Matt Watch Wrestling. Right. No, you get fucked the name I, up. All right. Wrestling with John and Matt. Wrestling with John and Matt, which basically it's going to be a podcast where we watch a wrestling show, either modern yeah. or old school, and just talk about it. Expect more old school. Yeah, for sure, more mostly old school. However, the first episode <laughs> is going to be a modern pay-per-view, although when I tell you who's in the main event, you're not going to think so. Uh, you, <laughs> you would think this show happened 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was this year. <laughs> yeah, but save that for that podcast. Okay. Save that passion for that podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, that should be coming soon. Pretty soon, yeah. Within a couple weeks, for sure. We, we've got to get some shit settled. Yeah, we got to square some things away. I mean, I like how we're hiding who it, it's about. No, we already announced it. It's Ric Flair's yeah, last match. Yeah, it's Ric Flair's last match. Yeah. Yeah, Ric Flair. Ric Flair's last match. Anyway, let's not get on to that. I passed out. <laughs> he, did, he did pass out, indeed. <laughs> that was horrifying. Mm-hmm. But again, that, that, so that's if you're interested in some pro wrestling, you know, keep an eye out for that, for sure. It's coming. Again, like another reason why we decided to start this up, not not just to also give you know our listeners out there some 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 other, something else to bite on, mm-hmm. but this is also for all the wrestling fans yeah. amongst our ilk who uh, want to hear two dumbasses talk about professional wrestling. And, and, and don't worry, that will not affect Sick on Cinema in the least. Fuck no, no. Sick on Cinema is our baby. Yeah, this, this is, is our primary passion. Yes, this is just a secondary fun thing to do. Yeah, this is just something fun. Um, I will say I've probably done more actual research. <laughs> Ain't that funny for that show <laughs> than I have uh, this one? But, That's what's yeah. great about because I don't have to do any of that. I just have to show up and just talk. Yep, just talk shit. But you're the one who does a lot of the research for this. True. 
even though it's not a ton of research. No. It's going to a website and figuring out dates and stuff or watching <clears throat> a commentary. Yeah, pretty much. I had to watch Ric Flair's last match twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of an experience. Dude. Horrible. <laughs> anyway. So I guess we might as well go ahead and get into the questions. For the yes. week. The listener questions. Our lovely, lovely, lovely listeners who we uh, cherish and adore. Yeah, we love you. Yes. Uh, but if you want to be one of those people that we cherish and adore, <laughs> you can do so by going to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We, we adore all of them. Yeah. Anyone who hits play mm-hmm. and listens and enjoys the show. Yes. We love you. Absolutely. Even if you fucking hate us. That- sure. Thank you for giving us a listen. That's true. For sure. But yeah. Yeah. Question time. <laughs> Questions, comments, concerns can be sent to <laughs> sickoncinema at gmail.com. We're, uh, are you, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired and hungry. <laughs> tired and hungry. <clears throat> the John story. Yeah. Or you can go to Instagram. Yeah. And we will post a lovely little image. We are a bi-weekly podcast yes. that has lovely little skeletons going ape shit on it that says we're taking questions and you can ask in the comments below. Yes. So let's get going. Let's get into it. First up, we have Just Doe, which uh, first out, shout out Just Doe. He actually dropped a new single. Oh, really? Yes. The Springwood Slasher. You should know who that is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) What's going on, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like some EDM house music shit. It's really cool. I I, I love that type of shit. Yeah, so definitely going to go check that out for sure on his Instagram or SoundCloud. Bandcamp? One of the two. I can't remember which one. He probably has it linked, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. It's really good. Um, what is up, my dudes? If you both of you can time travel, where and what would you travel to? Also, do you believe in aliens? Uh, where would I time travel to? My own birth and stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> to stop my own birth. <laughs> Before my late term abortion. Yeah, right. Um, probably going uh, as a. <laughs> this is like a shout out to the Tell Me Steve Dave podcast. <laughs> oh, but I know where you're going with this. <laughs> going to uh, Baby Hitler and <laughs> taking him out. <laughs> Baby Hitler. Yeah. Mine's way lamer. It'd probably honestly like go back to like the late 70s, early 80s and watch something at a grindhouse. I mean, that's still really cool. <laughs> you know, go watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Dawn of the Dead or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Would be pretty sick. <laughs> I mean, I will say taking down the rise of fascism is pretty cool too. Though. You know what I actually might do? I might go back in time and uh, buy a bunch of land. Yeah. And come back and sell all of it and be rich as fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's actually a great idea. <laughs> Fuck taking out fascism. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have to work ever again? Yeah, that's way better. Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, this this week has proven how much I hate working. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's horrible. But do aliens exist, John? Uh, I don't know. It's okay. I feel like I got mixed feelings on like aliens and shit because it's like I think on one half it's like I think it's awful arrogant that in this whole entire universe, right? Yeah. Or multiple universes. Yeah. That something else couldn't exist Mm -hmm. because like you know (laughs) space is vast (laughs) and that's an understatement. You know what I mean? There's planets, you know, across the entire fucking galaxy or whatever. Yeah. How could it be possible that something doesn't exist out there? For sure. Now, what that is, I don't know. It could be just spider crab looking monster. Could be amoebas. Yeah. I you mean, know? that's kind of been proven, though. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, 
old uh, was it David Pilatus? No, 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 not David no, Pilatus. No, uh, uh, Fire in the Sky. Oh, uh, Travis Walton. Yeah, I mean, he thinks there's aliens, and they came down and did it with his butthole. I, I don't know if they exactly did it with his butthole, but uh, they definitely fucked with him. Well, he, he, I actually went to a Travis Walton's talk. Oh, did, he tell, did they say they did it with his butthole? No, 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 he didn't say they did it with his butthole, but he was like pro-alien. He's like, no, nah, aliens are awesome. They're good people. I don't know what can see my reaction, but, but it's probably a look of shock because if you read his book, like I did, uh, which I also have autographed. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Travis it, Walton. Travis Walton. You Let's go. Possible fake ass piece of shit. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but he makes it seem like it's a, it was a terrifying experience. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if it wasn't like they weren't trying to harm him, I'm sure it was still. Definitely jolting. You just wake up and they're like, hey. Yeah. We're about to take your sperm. I know, uh, I forget the guy's name, but the Gulf Breeze UFO story. I know they apparently, like, just jerked his shit. <laughs> like that old lady in Harvest Lake? Yeah. Or not Harvest Lake with Blank Face? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a damn hot dog stuck in a glizzy machine. <laughs> on high. A glizzy machine? What are those things called? Uh, uh, the rollers. The <laughs> the glizzy, glizzy machine. machine. Glizzy machine. Matt goes into the fucking gas station. Uh, pardon me, madame. Where's your glizzy machine? <laughs> Where's the glizzy machine? <laughs> Hold on. Why is there breaded chicken on this glizzy machine? <laughs> this should not be here on this glizzy machine. Damn. I'm stupid, okay? <laughs> I forgot what it was called. I was just like, the glizzy machine. <laughs> Glizzy Machine. That's a great band name. Glizzy Machine? Glizzy Machine. I imagine that's some like alt rock <laughs> stuff in the 90s. Is <laughs> <laughs> it that or some meme bullshit band? Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Just Doe, for the question, of course. As always, you're great. Yeah. And go listen to his fucking music. Yes. Next up is Rawan. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't not fucking do it. He's a real Rawan. Fuck. Ra- <laughs> Back. You guys hear? Oh, hang on. Huh? Whoa! Fucking, <laughs> you see that? It caused a pop up. <laughs> you guys hear the pretty sweet new gore grind group? Water boarded with boiling mayonnaise and force fed soggy chunks from the dirty water glass by the psychotic right, margarine dude. man. Shit slaps. All right, dude. I'm gonna slap a like on that. Can what? <laughs> you start? There the you like go. Up. There we go. You goober shit. <laughs> Shut I, the fuck up. <laughs> by the way, uh, right, right one for sending that. Uh, the fuck was that? I don't know. Just keep talking. This is chaos. <laughs> this house is a living ball of chaos. But Just big ball of gas. A big ball of gas. That's for true too. <laughs> but uh, fuck you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check those out, Ryan. When I I haven't heard them. I have not heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> but if you say it slaps, it must slap. Grind's a weird genre. <laughs> it is a weird genre. It probably, probably is a real band name out there somewhere. <laughs> what was it? Betty White Tip Fuck? Yeah, that's not even Gorgon, I don't think. <laughs> is it not? No, I think that was like, like again, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, if you know. Uh, I thought I thought it was like some kind of punk band. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next up is Hal Monostone. What's up? Hiya. Hope everything is super dope. Or super duper. Super dope. I'm, I can't read tonight. You good? No. But anyways. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are some extreme cinema that deals with LGBTQ themes? What is the best movie candy? And Conan O'Brien or Conan or Conan the Barbarian or Conan O'Brien? Hmm. 
and then we'll read his music recommendation for the week because it's actually very interesting. Oh, uh, Conan O'Brien, uh, he's getting fucking destroyed by Conan the Barbarian. Well, it didn't say versus. It said Conan O'Brien or Conan the Barbarian. I thought this was a fight. No. I mean, of course. I mean, Conan O'Brien. Like, Come here, pussy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. Uh, Conan O'Brien, I thought was really funny back in the day. Yeah, I love Conan the Barbarian. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, but Conan, I think Conan O'Brien has probably brought me more entertainment. Yeah. Than Conan the Barbarian. I know that might be blasphemy because people love Arnold Schwarzenegger and Conan the Barbarian. I can get it. It's great shit. But like the masturbating bear. The fucking minty fell on the ground. Oh, it's been covered evident that he's been covered in excrement. Minty fell on the ground for a moment or two. Triumph the insult comic dog came from Conan O'Brien. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, good shit, dude. Didn't Kermit get shot on the Conan O'Brien <laughs> By a dog, yeah, by yeah. a German shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's great, too, right? Um, yeah, Conan's brought me a lot of enjoyment yeah. over the years. <clears throat> it's good shit. Uh... What are some extreme cinema that deal with LGBTQ themes? Well, actually, one of them. We're doing on this. Yeah, yeah 29 Needles. Yeah, 29 Needles uh, very much deals with uh, LGBTQ matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like... Okay. It, well, that's it's the not, thing. It's right. Like, I don't know if there's a movie that just inherently deals with LGBTQ themes. Yeah. That's extreme. But there's plenty of LGBT, LGBTQ tinged extreme yeah. films. I mean, like, Mario Andorra's Cannibal. Cannibal. Um, one I watched recently that I thought was really good, <clears throat> that's a Tanner Tubok classic. Yes. Frisk. Yeah, I've, I've been meaning to watch that. Yeah, I thought Frisk was really, really good, actually. Um, I feel like we watched something recently, too, that was... Uh... <laughs> Fuck. What was that Barbecue movie? Bacon Burger, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what movie? I don't remember. Fuck. <laughs> About did it again. <laughs> uh, some same hell stuff <clears throat> for sure. Um, torment, torment, torment is one. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's there's quite a few out. Yeah, there. there really are. Yeah. Um, I don't know how positive some of them are. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Marion Doris Cannibal definitely has a uh, odd light. Mm-hmm. I'd say. I mean, it is a twisted. Yeah. Um, homosexual love story. Yes. But it still, at the end of the day, you know, it is a love story. Yeah. It's just, you know, really fucked up. It's really fucked up. <laughs> oh, fucking John Waters is early stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how extreme it is to some people. I mean, they're extreme in the comedy world, right? Like, yeah. They're about as extreme as comedies can get. A Pink Flamingos is still really fucked up. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, like, multiple maniacs and shit like that. Like, yeah. I mean, John Waters is the... I mean, he's pretty much the king of that shit, really. Yeah. And you also got, like, a lot of the all <clears throat> New York scene stuff, like mm. um, uh, Nicholas Zed and guys like that, you know? Yeah. They all <clears throat> kind of ran in those circles as well. The Warhol stuff. Mm-hmm. The, what was it, the Warhol factory? Yeah. How uh, also it says, since you mentioned the rapper Sticky Fingers... Yeah. On the last episode, I have three recommendations. He is in the hardcore rap group Onyx, which I've actually heard of Onyx. I have heard the name Onyx, yeah. And their first two albums... Oh, my God. <laughs> but, oh, my God. oh I think it's Back to Fuck Up. <laughs> but it's just spelled oddly. Is it like all together? Yeah. 
I think okay, it's back yeah. the fuck up is what it is. <clears throat> An even better one, All We Got Is Us, are really something everybody should check out. The third one is the solo album by Sticky, Black Trash, the autobiography of Kirk Jones, one of the best rap concept albums I've ever heard. Shit plays out like a movie. Have a magnif- magnificent August and drive your go-karts in the desert. Hmm. It's funny because I, I, I just knew Sticky Fingers because he was in a fucking movie. Yeah. And it made me, his name made me laugh. I had no <laughs> clue he was in like, like, he was actually like a really talented rapper. <laughs> uh, I have a album recommendation to people out there. You do? Yes, uh, Jay Dilla's Donuts. Ooh, it is a essentially it's an album of loops made by a rap producer who essentially wrote that stuff on his deathbed. That's pretty fucked up. It is fucked up, but it is a an amazing album. Well, yeah. I, I also, of course, the new Denzel Curry is really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Denzel's great. So Chaos Supreme's. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Hal, for the question and yes. the recommendation, as always. Yeah, thank you. Next up is V. Bevy. V. Bevy. Hey, guys. Do y'all have any fucked up stories from your hometown? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like an infamous murder, tragedy, or just anything creepy in general? Yes. Actually, yes. not just our hometown. Our street. Our street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was like, there was a guy. I don't know if we we should bring up his name, should we? I mean, I think he's in jail still. What's it matter? I mean, I mean not, he was definitely found guilty. Now, he got life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't, what was his name? Actually? That's like, I don't know his name. It was Donald something. Donald. Ferguson? Ferguson, yep. I don't know if you can find a ton of info online about it's it. It's really tough to find anything about this guy. You found a book that yes. talks about him a little bit. Yeah, it's like a chapter. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like uh, Secrets of the Dead, something like that. Is the name of the book? Yeah. I've got it sitting over there buried somewhere. <laughs> but Isn't it about the body farm or something like that? It's not about the body farm, but uh, it definitely talks about like... Uh, how forensic pathologists like use corpses to um, solve crimes. Yeah, and <clears throat> the person who wrote the book was on the Ferguson case. Yes, on the Ferguson case while pregnant. Yeah, uh, Donald Ferguson murdered his girlfriend and a friend of his. They thought was having an affair. Yeah, he dismembered them and put uh, genitalia in mouths. Mm-hmm. And essentially put them in a whale. In a whale, and kept his wife's kneecap in his pocket. Yeah, and he would rub his finger on it. Yep. To the point where, uh, when detectives found it, he had like rubbed it to the point where it was like completely smooth. Smooth, yeah. He was also immensely abusive to his mother. Yes. Who eventually was the one who called the cops on him. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. He also, fun factoid to this. Yeah. Now I was too little at the time. This was like what ninety three something like that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, something like that. So I'd been like in like four. So I wasn't in school. But my sisters who were in school at the time <clears throat> would ride the bus home, and uh, the guy would come out of the road butt ass naked. Fuck. And just dance around while the bus was walking driving by. Yeah. Uh, that was that was that was him. Yeah. No one really knew. Everyone was like, that guy's weird. Yeah. But nobody knew <laughs> the extent of how weird he was. Yeah. And I also, where I used to live on the street, like literally across the road, mm-hmm. a murder happened due to a uh, drug deal gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. A stabbed stabbing. a guy to death. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's several haunted houses in this area, too. Or quote-unquote oh. haunted houses, you know. What's yeah, believed to be haunted. Yeah. yeah. One is um, a really famous one down in Rutledge. What is it called? 
I forget the name of it, but it's like a uh, it was a uh, Civil War hospital. Yeah, they say the walls bleed and shit. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. Yeah, but... I've never been, so I don't know. You know, <laughs> but stories like that are fascinating. Though. It was like a Civil War tuberculosis hospital or something like that. Yeah, like it was. You know, a lot of people died there. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I'm sure you know immediately adds a odd energy to the place. Definitely, like as soon as you go in, like regardless if ghosts and shit is real, I'm sure that immediately like it's going to put you off. You know what I mean? Well, it's <clears> like I was working on. On a project that I'm going to hold uh, close to me <laughs> right now. Close to the vest? Yeah, close to, <laughs> to the vest. <laughs> uh, hold up my sleeve a little bit until the time is right. But I was working on that with a family member today, and uh, we were at the daycare center yeah. working on it, and that's where she works at, and it is uh, very eerie. It is very eerie. I have been there several times and actually had a weird experience there. Yeah. Where something got something knocked on something that we have no uh, way of explaining how it happened. <laughs> there was definitely like while we were there, I didn't tell you this off air, did I? No. There was definitely a lot of weird ass noises that were happening while we were working <laughs> on this, and I was like, "We got to get this done faster! Go, faster. go, 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 go! Print, 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 print!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. We we probably got a hour job done in thirty minutes or so. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's the big one though. Is like I said, yeah. it's really hard to find anything about it. Yeah, like uh, if you don't, if you're not from this area, it's you know, good luck. Yeah, I think the book's like called, it's like teasing secrets of the dead or something like that. If mm-hmm. I can, if I can remember the title, I'll post something online if people are curious. Well, we usually take a break. You can just look. Yeah. When we come back from the break. Oh yeah, forgot it. Yeah, <laughs> I can just look. I can look for it. Yeah. But uh, thank you, V-Bevy, for the question. Yes, thank you. Next up, we have Spooky Celluloid. It's your boy! Uh, Spooky asks, how do you make babies? Now, Spooky. (laughs) Now, dog. I can tell him. Okay, go ahead. When uh, mommy and daddy love each other very much, Mm -hmm. a giant bird (laughs) flies in with a swaddled baby in its mouth and drops it off to him. Now, I, I I do think Spooky is old enough for the adult answer. You come. <laughs> come. Come is how babies are made. Come and eggs. <laughs> come and eggs. That's how babies are made. <laughs> <laughs> By fucking. Spooky also asks, <clears throat> since you have a wrestling podcast, would you call yourselves Little Hulkamaniacs? Absolutely not. No, fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Racist Piece son of a of bitch. <laughs> What, what was it? American professional wrestler and renowned racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, fuck Hulk Hogan, man. It's always fuck Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> what do we call ourselves then? Just wrestling fans, I guess. Marks, Marks. There you go. Yeah. Um. Next up is Mister Parka. Mister Parka. Mister Parka. Speaking the, of wrestling, the, 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 the chair, the chairman of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what classic comedy actor would you like to see play a serial killer? Does this have to be a re like a new like like uh, you know, someone who's still alive or <laughs> I just says classic comedy actor. So I'd assume anybody. Anybody. I, my immediate reaction and like what my brain goes to immediately is Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Do you imagine Chris Farley being like a serial killer? Ah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, 
are. <laughs> my, <laughs> one of the ones that popped in my head immediately is someone similar to Chris Farley and John Candy. John Candy, yeah. I think John Candy would make, because I think John Candy's a little more low-key. Yeah. A little more uh, subdued mm-hmm. than uh, Chris Farley. Though I think Chris Farley would be great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think John Candy... I think John Candy could have had a uh, career as a serious actor as well. Like He just oh, always yeah. gave off those vibes. Like In the moments in these movies, like Uncle Buck, when he's being sincere, he always came off so genuine. Oh, yeah. He, he was a great actor. Yeah, John Candy ruled. Uh, who, who else? Who was another comedian that would make a great... George Carlin. George Carlin. Oh, my God. <laughs> George Carlin would be insane as a serial killer. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. Could you imagine him being a serial killer? You know, I was like, Robin Williams was in, uh, what was it, um, One Hour Photo? Yeah. He did a good job in that movie. I thought it was a pretty decent movie. I don't think I've seen that. He plays a serial Well, uh, eh. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I don't remember if he was actually a serial killer or not. Or a psycho? Yeah. Or if okay. he was just like a weird... Okay, gotcha. Disturbed individual. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like escalating in the film. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember his performance was really, really good. <laughs> Take all the Jeff Dunham puppets. <laughs> Not even him, just the puppets. God damn it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I fucking hate Jeff Dunham. Dude, he sucks dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never thought that son of a bitch was funny, dude. As a kid, I did. Yeah, never. Then when I got old I was like fuck this is horrible this guy's racist this is just, just racist <laughs> <laughs> this shit's just racist man it's like as a kid I was like oh, puppet's funny and then I was like this is just goddamn racist <laughs> you know who's real intense that could have made a pretty cool serial killer who's Richard that? Pryor yeah yeah Richard Pryor was fucking great but Sam Kins <laughs> Sam Kins ah <laughs> Same kid as it fits in, yeah. <laughs> what was that one comedian? I don't remember his name. Uh, he, he was the big heavy set dude. Something uh, was it? Something May, I think. Ralphie May. Ralphie May. What about him? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. That could, that could work. What about Mitch Hedberg? <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. That, that's the answer. That's the answer. You could easily just put him under a mask and you would have like, never knew. Right now we're just talking about comedy uh, comedians. We're not talking about <laughs> comedian actors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Chris Farley definitely counts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris Farley definitely counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. Parker also asks, you have a guest that you want to leave. What movie do you put on to get them to go? <laughs> I mean, like... I guess we gotta make some like qualifiers first. Are we talking about strictly movies or can fetish films count? Uh, technically, fetish movies are still movies because it's definitely gonna be something like Ghost Out Milk or Squirm Fest. <laughs> I'm putting on my fucking traces of death. Set. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, but if we're talking about just movies, I probably could go with something like Barf Bunny. Yeah. Or uh, one of the sl- one of the fucking Vomit Gore trilogy movies. Even August Underground. Yeah. <laughs> Always underground will work. Yeah, but people don't like puke, man. No, I do not like puke. You put on, like, rigor or something like that? Yeah. People are going to be out in a minute. Sweet movie. Yeah, sweet movie. Sweet movie has people shitting on plates in it. I put on fucking... I don't know. What's something really fucking boring? (laughs) Something boring? Yeah, something really fucking boring. Oh, God. Richard Stanley's The Other Side or whatever that fucking documentary was. Oh, my God. The Other World. Dude, that thing was dry as dirt. (laughs) Sucked ass. I got a buddy... Who I love dearly, who loves 
<laughs> like the worst, driest paranormal YouTube videos. Yeah. And like, he don't just put them on to sleep. He puts them on to watch. <laughs> but like, I don't, yeah. like, you'll be at his house and like, he'll just put on like the driest as dirt fucking <laughs> guy talking about fucking aliens. Like, and then uh, the Milky Way, you know, it's very possible that there's uh, wormholes and uh, these people travel through the wormholes. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Like, sometimes, like, I, I can't lie when it comes to, like, true crime stuff. Sometimes I like some dry stuff. Mm-hmm. But, man, sometimes I have to have a little bit of flavor when yeah, it comes to that stuff. Yeah, you got a little substance, a little yeah. juice. Like, I, I like them to tell the story very yeah. good. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, for me, it's, yeah, it's something vomit-related, though. Yeah. my, I mean, I don't own a lot of vomit stuff. I mean, you got traces of death, though. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. Fluid fields would work, too. <laughs> I'll never forget watching Spooky's video. Oh, hey, whoa, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, he, he, he just, like, fluids kicks in. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Mr. Parker, the chairman of YouTube. The chairman. Which, go subscribe to Mr. Parker. Yes. I love Mr. Parker's videos. His weekly review series is one of my absolute favorite things mm-hmm. to watch every single week. I, w- I watch it every fucking week. He's fantastic at what he does. And, like, the amount of movies I've bought solely because of listening to him is large. Yeah. <laughs> and one we watched recently I thought was fucking fantastic. Robotrix. Yeah, Robotrix was fucking wild. <laughs> I love Robotrix. But yeah. last but not least, we have Mikey Brushaber. Mikey Brushaber. I've noticed a lot of war movies that fall in the disturbing or extreme category tend to take place in the Vietnam era. Do you know any that take place during the Iraq-Afghan war? Ooh. I actually did research for this, and as far as like films that you would classify as quote-unquote disturbing or yeah. extreme, I, I couldn't really find anything. I mean, unless you want like a extreme gross telling of a story then you can go with American Sniper <laughs> oh my god you probably just <laughs> fucked us I probably just fucked <laughs> us we probably yeah. just lost a lot of listeners right then dude just go, just look just, go, just use the ghost of Chris Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Just use the internet, you'll here, find it. Here he comes, baby. And that goes to Chris Kyle. Oh my God, is that goes to Chris Kyle? <laughs> I love Meat Canyon. <laughs> I probably should have said that. You may want to cut that out. I ain't cut shit. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going down, we're going down together. <laughs> I'm coming down, swinging. I don't know. I feel I'll like be Chris... a number one with the bullet. I feel like in recent memory, the uh, the tide has kind of turned on that movie. Yeah. I don't know. People like that movie. Yeah, people do. It's not a bad movie, no. but it, it is definitely like it definitely makes you know him seem like just a. I, I need to shut up. For a, for <laughs> you a can't help it. I can't help it. I know. I'm sorry. I can't help being a negative piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you got shit like the Hurt Locker. Yeah. Um. Was it Black Hawk Down? Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't necessarily qual- uh, qualify those films as disturbing. disturbing. It's just they have content in them that is, you know, it is disturbing because war is just kind of disturbing. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> there are, like, coming home from war films. Yeah. Uh, Celtarsica mm-hmm. is definitely one I would recommend. And I've never seen it, but I know a lot of people talk about it. Uh, Red, White, and Blue. Yeah. Um, now, now I think about it, I think uh, American Sniper is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely shows people get their like legs and shit blown off. Yeah. 
because it's Ghost Griscow. <laughs> and like one point, like he has to like choose like to shoot a kid or not. It's kind of fucked up. I shoot that kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, the show's over. Woo! We bury ourselves within five minutes. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> well, shit. Sorry, everybody. Uh, if you hate me, you hate me. I'm sorry. You know, I just realized, I think I've been calling him Mikey Brushaber for years now. It's definitely just Mike Brushaber. Huh. Anyways, he also asks, <laughs> are there any time periods, events, situations that haven't been the setting of an extreme movie that you think would work well for one? That's a good question. That is a great question. Uh, hmm. <laughs> it's kind of tough. Because <laughs> it's like what hasn't been. What hasn't been used. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Like, uh, I love the, like, you know... 1800s and back mm-hmm. like the you know pre-modern technology type uh folk horror type disturbing movies too. yeah for sure that would be cool because like you know like, i think period piece extreme cinema is very limited yeah yeah and i understand why it's because like a lot of times extreme cinema is low budget yeah and to pull off a period piece you need some money Yes. But I would love to see, like, maybe, like, a even, like, a rape revenge film take place in, like, the Victorian era. Yeah. Like that. That'd be really fucking interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of Victorian era stuff. No, yeah, back in the day there was. Yeah. But as, like, you know, movies got cheaper and cheaper, it's tough to pull off period pieces. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you gotta have a little bit of, I mean, you could do it low budget, but you need at least a little bit of money, you know what I mean? Right. And most of the time they're not gonna waste that on, like, extreme cinema. Mm-hmm. Because you're not gonna make your money back. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, what else would be kind of cool? Now I'm worried I've got all of our uh, listener base hating us now for that. <laughs> I think you'll be alright. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... I don't know. That's something I can think of right now is like the Victorian era. The 30s. That'd be kind of cool. But I think, you know, that's been done a little bit. But yeah, yeah. that still would be kind of cool. The Victorian era is a really cool idea, though. Mm. Um, what about like, the medieval era? But I guess that has been done with like a yeah. lot of like the Witchfinder films and stuff like that. Yeah. Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> you Spanish cannot escape the Spanish Inquisition. The Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... Uh, was it a... Uh, Oh, fuck. Barbecue Python. bacon burger. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I can really come up with right now. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brushaber. <laughs> At this point, I feel like Mikey Brushaber is just, is, is just what we can call him. Mikey Brushaber? Yeah, because that's what we've been calling him forever. Well, I guess I've just been pronouncing the E real hard. Yeah. <laughs> Such as Mike, I'm like Mikey, Mikey, which makes no sense, and I apologize for that. But you should know that I'm the worst when it comes to pronunciations. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna open my mouth about that. But I got swishy brain, swishy brain. <laughs> it's got liquid in there. Yeah, it's soft. <laughs> it's real soft. It might as well be soup up there. It's soft like the fucking <laughs> eggplant that uh, Rick Boogs destroyed on Instagram today. <laughs> it ain't nothing but tapioca up in his head. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it it was a little bit of a lot week for questions but we still appreciate each and every single one of you did you and check if, the email I did okay and if you want to join these lovely people and ask us questions as well you can do so by going to sickoncinema at gmail.com and shooting us a line there or you can wait to the week of the episode we're by a week of podcast and we'll post a lovely little image that says we are taking questions and you can ask in the comments below yes 
anything you want to talk about before we take a break? Um, I, I hope no one hates me now. I don't think they do. I mean, okay. I do, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Down your fucking throat. Down your fucking throat. <laughs> Love Mike Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back here on... Uh, Stick on cinema. <laughs> the ghost of Griscow. The ghost of Griscow. Do you think what I do is wrong? Have you ever wondered... What's your name? Liz. You want a date? What it would be like. I know what they want. Maybe it's time you found out. Let me be your fantasy. Teresa Russell. I used to love sex. Let me be your fantasy. In a Ken Russell film. If you're afraid to say it, just see it. See you in church, honey. Bloody bastard. Bloody bastard. No. Fuck you, bloody. (laughs) Fuck you, bloody. Bloody bastard. (laughs) Bloody fuck you, bloody. (laughs) The video's so good. It is. Uh, The book, by the way, is Teasing Secrets of the Dead by Emily Craig. There you go. Yes. You can learn a bit about that dude. (laughs) That weird guy. Yeah. So, we are here to discuss fetishes. Yes. Now, when we say fetishes, we're not talking about fetish films. No. We are talking about movies about fetishes. And we're not even we're not talking about like foot fetishes either. No, we're getting cray cray up in here. Yeah, it's getting wild. Now, I will say I think 29 needles might be the one with a little less defined fetish. Uh, it's say, a little bit of everything. I'd say extreme sadomasochism. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um but yeah, all these films are tied in together for many reasons. I feel like, mm. you know, a lot they're all about like you know, of course, fetishes, but also about escalation. Yeah, and losing control of your own sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting too because like you know, when when you talk about fetishes, I think there's a couple of people that there's a couple ways people look at it. One, they were like, oh yeah, that's kinky and sexy. I like fetishes, right? Yeah. And the other half is like, ew. Yeah. They like feet and shit. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. Without realizing that, I think I'm pretty sure that everybody has at least one fetish or a kink, right? Because like fetish literally is like anything that isn't like boobs, dicks, and butts. It's like a sexual was it prolixion? Yeah, that's that the right word. Yeah, yeah. It, it if I mean as you said, it could be like anyway anything from like boobs, butts. Well, I think it's anything but like anything that doesn't isn't sexually arousing right yeah like eyes like if you're like real into you know a guy or girl with really beautiful eyes that kind of mm. get you going a little bit that's a fetish yeah <laughs> you like you like a girl with long legs that's a fetish yeah <laughs> you know but the, sometimes fetishes get out there a little bit yeah and we are you know before we start these reviews we are not here to kink shame nobody no you do you two consenting adults can do exactly what they want to do just just be careful Yes, because these movies are the cautionary tales yeah. of what happens when those, <laughs> when sexuality becomes your only personality trait yeah, and your soul drive, and the escalation to get off goes to so its extremes that you put yourself and other people in danger. Yep. That's when it becomes non-consensual. <laughs> yes. So. With, uh, with that out of the way. Shall we dive in? Dive in feet first. 
<laughs> foot fetish first. <laughs> see what I did there? See what I did there, Matt? I see what you did there. It's I'm not funny. foot fetish first, though. Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, yeah, this, this is uh, beating the shit out of other people to get off and uh, getting beating yourself up to get off. Yes. This is from 2019. However, this movie was made a long time ago and just yeah. sat on the shelf for years. 29 Needles, directed by Scott Philip Jorgens. Uh, Jorgens? Jorgens? I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, he's been interviewed a thousand times by people we are... I even listened to John the Doe interview him. Can't remember how his last name is yeah, pronounced. Yeah, but we're horrible. <laughs> I can't remember how his last name is pronounced. Um, um, pinch Jigs. poke, you owe me a coke. Huh? Pinch poke, you owe me a coke. Fuck you, I don't owe you nothing. <laughs> God damn. I ain't got no cokes. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so what we have here is we have Francis Bacon. <laughs> Francis Bacon. Now I do wonder if he, you know, again I listened to the interview with John the Doe, but I have a memory of a goldfish. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> if it ain't in my immediate line of sight, I don't remember it. It's merely the show happens, guys. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, <laughs> if he's named after, because there's two Francis Bacon's. Yeah. There's the artist, and there's like a philosopher. I think. I think so. <clears throat> um, I'm very familiar with the, the artist because Francis Bacon actually is one of my favorite painters. Yeah. I took some art classes in, in community college. Yeah. <laughs> community college, yes. And uh, yeah, he, him and Gerhard Richter were two of the guys I really connected with. Yeah. Uh, Francis Bacon's work is very visceral and very creepy. Hmm. And I really dig it. Uh, but Francis Bacon is a... I don't know how to describe him. He is an a uh, he's an odd man. Okay. You gonna go into that a little bit more or Well you said okay, like you were gonna like jump in. No. Okay. I so, know nothing <laughs> about him besides his art. No, no, I was talking about the character. Oh, 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 the character. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Francis is our lead character, and he is definitely, like you said, a sadomasochist. Yes. He enjoys giving and partaking in painful BDSM. It's very similar to someone else. Oh, yeah. Very similar to someone else, hence the title of the movie. <laughs> yes. And well, I won't go get that far into it. Uh, Francis one day meets a gentleman named Hans. Yes. Who it says he is familiar with him and his... Uh, wait. Sorry, I was thinking. <laughs> Looking like the wheels were turning over there. The wheels were turning. Uh, the, the dust was getting, getting moved <laughs> off the wheels a little bit. You know, Hans is familiar with him and his style of sexual activity hmm. and tells him of a place where any of his, like, most deepest, depravest desires can be fulfilled. Yes. So they go to this... Um, it's almost like Bruce Lee's movie. Um, Game of Death? Game of Death. Yeah. Where, like, you know, the bosses get more difficult as he goes up. Yeah. Only this time the, the fucking sexual acts get more and more depraved as he goes <laughs> up. <laughs> and uh, basically the film's all about Francis and him trying to cope and deal with his sexual deviant escalation to the as, point where he wants to commit bodily harm and violence to other people. As well as his own, like... Uh, Mental disorders. For sure, because he's like, he hallucinates. Yeah, I'd say, like, again, I am not a fucking psychologist, but I'd say it's probably like schizophrenia. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, this movie is fucking wild. It is definitely wild. This was the fourth release of the Two Extreme from Mainstream yes. line, which <laughs> kind of seems dead. I don't know. Maybe it ain't. I, I mean, I, I remember 
a while back, Sam Hell was teasing the fact that maybe the blood corrodes inside. Yeah, was supposed to be going up to that, but then he just announced on social media recently that it's going to be coming out through him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a chance these titles didn't do great. Yeah, because I feel like I see them online all the time. Yes, and they were basically like limited, very limited. Yeah, like basically, you know, they made up so many and give them out to retailers yeah. but you see them all the time hmm. you know so they it's a good possibility that maybe this line just didn't do very well which would be unfortunate it, would it, was, be unfortunate. An, it was an interesting line of films hmm. um yeah the thing about this film is like it is all about escalation right yes like this film is all about francis bacon and his like descent into not just sexual depravity but madness yeah it the, the further his I guess sexual deviancy goes the more his mental state begins to uh, deteriorate yeah it's like um, yeah he just like he loses his grip of reality like his like fantasy and and reality begin to merge yeah and he begins to not be able to control himself Mm -hmm. sexually right like he wants it all the time yes and what he wants is very very violent 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 sex <laughs> yes uh upon himself and as you said others yeah and what's crazy about this movie is like when you find out that this film like sat on the shelf for years yeah like 2019 is when it was finally put out mm-hmm. but this was shot like i think back in the early 2000s like 2000 was it five or six yeah like that, this movie is so far ahead of its time yeah like it's like now it's no thing to see a film with unsimulated um sexual acts yeah and you know and and extreme fetish acts as well yes like that's just common now in the extreme underground but back then that definitely wasn't as common no so like to see a film that's like that ahead of its time and didn't get a chance to be that pioneer film that kind of sucks for for the director. Yeah, because I feel like if it came out when it came out, maybe would not have got the notoriety it did now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like you know, getting distributed through Unearth and stuff like that doesn't hurt. No, but you know, it it, it could have been like a pioneering film of like the like extreme fetish genre. Yeah, I mean, it also like like there's definitely a lot of like on screen. Like, of course, nudity and fetish stuff, but I would not describe this as a movie as, like, in the same vein as, like, Sam Hell stuff, though. No. Because this movie doesn't necessarily focus in on the fetish point stuff as a way of pornography. But No, but the film is very pornographic. It's very pornographic, yes. You know. There's a difference between pornographic and porno. But would you consider Sam Hell stuff porno? So, some of it, I think, could be considered that, yes. I can agree with that to an extent, but, like, I don't know if I'd necessarily agree with all of it, though. Not all of it, no. Um, <laughs> I just wrote hell of an opening, but I don't remember what the opening was. Do you? The opening? Yeah. I've been racking my brain trying to figure out what the fuck it was. <laughs> I wrote the same thing, pretty much. I said, that's one way of opening your movie. Well, goddamn, boys. Oh, my God. We're terrible. Huh. If we took better notes, that wouldn't be a problem. Because yeah, I, I could just look at it and be like, ah, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Because I swear, I watched this movie not that long ago, but like, you know. It, 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 we watched it like this week, 
and we watched this not very long ago. One movie is taking complete precedent of my brain. That's yes, the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah like uh, the I remember lead, the opening being wild. That's but the uh, the lead Francis Bacon, who you know and is now transitioned yeah. into a female. Um, <clears throat> they did an amazing job in this film too. Yeah, they're the standout as far as performances go for me. Uh, do, do we know pronouns? No. Well, no. I don't know. That's what I said. Okay. They. Uh, I know their name is Brooke Barry. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I saw online. Yeah. But there's very little information about the cast. Yeah, because, like, again, this was made forever Years ago, ago. yeah. You know, so it's like they all kind of went on to do different things. Yeah. I, I feel like this is a really good movie that could have been great. Yes. Like, it, it is a really, really good movie. Now, if you have problems with a film that features very strong pornographic imagery... You're going to have a bad time. You know, unsimulated blowjobs, penetration, fisting, yeah. pissing, you know. Yeah. You name it, it happens. Tubes and shit. Tubes and shit. And there's definitely some bodily harm stuff in there that oh, like, yeah. blurs the lines between uh, what is real and what isn't. Do you want me to say what the character of Francis Bacon does? Where he sticks his needles in his taint? Yes. Yes. Which I cannot tell you if that is real or not. I'm pretty sure I saw how they did it. Yeah. It's a, it's a very subtle camera cut. Okay. So, like, they put the needle up to their um, their business. Yeah. Then they kind of cut to them going, ah, and they cut back. It's inside. But there's also a, a very nice detail in the movie that makes that makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. Because you you hear Francis Bacon go, Break it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah break yeah, it yeah, off yeah. inside. Yeah. Ugh. But what what I think keeps this movie from hitting, like, great territory. It's like, some of the production Some stuff? of the production yeah. stuff. And it can't help it. It's a low-budget movie. You know, it's yeah. not the movie's fault. It's also a low-budget movie from the early 2000s. Yeah. Some of the acting is meh. Yeah. Which is is to be expected in a, in a low-budget film like this. Right. And some of the sound is rough as well. Like, especially if they go into really echoey or public areas. The audio is a bit touchy at times. Uh, that's where I will say uh, subtitles would have been very nice. Yeah. However, the visuals are really good. Yeah. I love the hallucination scenes. and I love that they just kind of happen. Yeah. Like, the camera doesn't focus on them ever. Hmm. And I think that's really fucking cool. Like, the first time we see the two, the like, the two animal people. Yeah. <clears throat> they're just over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't zoom in on them. It doesn't cut to them at first. They just appear out of the bushes. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I remember when we first watched this because we had no idea of the content of this movie. I mean, I guess we should have. We had watched yeah. the other two extreme mainstream <laughs> <Yeah>. titles. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But we, we decided to watch it together. I remember we were watching it and he, he's doing like he's doing something. That's when he's putting the needles. Yeah. And we're, it's like, oh, that's fucked up. And I remember being like, John, do you see that? <laughs> You're like, see what? I'm like, <laughs> Look, look behind him. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. And there's an interesting part of that, too, that I don't really want to spoil. Like, yeah. That kind of like signifies his like escalation to no longer <laughs> consensual sexual acts yes. <laughs> and into uh, murderer territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie's fucking wild. Um, there's also the cockworm. Oh, my God, yeah. That just like, again, he's like, he's just sitting there like, stabbing himself jerking off and also this fucking just out the corner of the screen yep it starts slithering in and you're like what is that oh no that's when he cuts his hand and it's like off like just very off camera just you start seeing it like come in there's a point where he's also like jerking off and he's also like using a dildo 
And then the worm comes in and it startles the fuck out of him. Yeah, would be too. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Except for then, he just gets all weird with it. He gets all weird with a lot of things. Yes. There is a 100% a scene in this movie that I cannot say I have seen anything else. Yeah. It is a fisting scene. Mm-hmm. That involves a saw. And I'll let you live that up to your imagination or go watch the movie. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, the idea that is... Uh, th- th- that'll never leave my brain. And it's like, that's the point, too, where it's like, even if the guy is consenting to it, yeah, does it make it okay? No. Right? <laughs> like, that's what the line begins <laughs> to be drawn in this film. I think that's so brilliant. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it throws you in deep, early. Yes. Like, the first time they go to the club, it's not like it's, like, a easy time. No. There's bodily, you know, bodily uh, fucking... Uh, uh, razors. Razors and bodily self-mutilation and... Yeah. Drinking goop from an eyeball Ugh. socket and fucking amputees. The and, thing is, the further they go, the worse it gets. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so, just, like, layer one. Yeah. So you're like, holy shit, like, how's this going to get worse? And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And and the ending, without spoiling anything, I think is really cool, too. Yeah. You know, maybe a little on the nose. There's like one moment where I'm like, a little on the nose. But for me, sometimes stuff that's on the nose doesn't bother me all the time. Well, it's just because like I think you wouldn't identify to who this one character was supposed to have been without it. Yeah. But I don't know if you needed to. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Where he sees something on the floor, an animal. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Gotcha. He's the father of all of this, you know? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I didn't really care for that, but other than that, the visual of it I thought was fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's a very solid movie. It is a very, very solid movie. Like, production problems aside, it is a super fucking solid extreme film. Yeah. You know, and it definitely easily, and I hate to say it that way because it sounds like I'm being negative. I like what they tried with that line. Yeah. I just don't think some of the movies held up real well. Right. But 29 Needles was definitely the standout of the two extreme for mainstream line for yes. sure. Probably, well, they probably, but it is probably the best. Oh, for sure it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's easily the best. I hate to say it that way, but the other ones range from meh to ugh. <laughs> Not not ooh, and a, that's disturbing, but like oh, that's that's horrible. That's not very good, yeah. Yeah, but we love Unearthed. Yeah, oh Steve yeah, Byron. it was not us talking shit on them because no. I think that idea with that line was really cool too, and I hope it continues. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I didn't think we was gonna get any more American guinea pig films, and here they come. Yep. So fuck anything could happen. What they they said there was like four coming or like, something like three or four, yeah. Which is so fucking wild because it happened right after we talked about the, uh, the first episode, four. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Twenty Nine Needles is cool, man. The perform like the lead's performance is great. Um, the effects are cool. Yeah. It blurs the lines between like because they do so much real shit in it, you start to question what is and what yeah. isn't real. It's like I thought the needle stuff was one hundred percent real. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucked. Hmm. But then when you then when you think about it, it's like is did, did they do it? I don't think so. Did, did they do it or did they not do it? But that that's what how the movie is good in that. But aspect. I mean, like he definitely stuck prosthetic fingers of his ass and tried to shit them out, and they kind of got stuck. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. And it's interesting too because like the guy who made some of the effects for the film, who did like the worm and stuff like yeah. that, never even saw the movie. Really, he doesn't know how they used it. Huh? Yeah. 
That's weird. Because they just hired him to do it, and the movie just, you know, never came out. So he just went on about his life. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad this movie finally got the sins a lot of the day. Though. Yeah, it definitely deserved it, and it's definitely worth picking up, checking out, watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 29 Needles is cool, man. I like it a lot. It's a f- <clears throat> twisted little movie. Oh, yeah. It's extreme. Yes. You know, it, it earned its title too extreme for the mainstream. Absolutely. If you're bothered at all by, like I said, like unsimulated sexual acts, and in particular, BDSM. Yeah. And, and bodily fluids. Probably not the movie for you. Probably not. <laughs> I would recommend not picking up 29 Needles. But if you're not bothered by those things, then I highly, highly recommend this film. Right. Another movie I highly recommend. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it, but you should know. Yeah. You, yeah. Because this is directed by a master. And I think this is the first time we've talked about uh, Mr. Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, I think at first we were like, maybe he is a little too in the mainstream, maybe. But his films transcend the main the mainstream oh yes like but, his shit is so wild that i feel like you have to talk about but it but also our motif of the show changed mm-hmm. where it's not just non non mainstream underground stuff we do anything that's kind of fucked up which is pretty much everything he ever did yes anything <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of fucked up weird which uh, that's also everything he's ever done <laughs> yes um or just you know odd odd you know anything in the cinematic world that's just Different. Offbeat. Offbeat, yeah. Off yeah. the beaten path. <clears throat> We're talking about David Cronenberg, that is. Yeah. And if you don't know who David Cronenberg is, you probably shouldn't be listening to us. True. I don't mean that as like, oh, you know, David Cronenberg, yeah. I mean, stop listening and go watch David Cronenberg movies. Yes. <laughs> because David Cronenberg <laughs> is uh, probably my top five favorite directors of all time. Like, I still have to watch a lot of his stuff because mm-hmm. he's made a lot more movies than I thought he did. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a movie by him I did not know about originally. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew about, of course, Scanners and Videodrome and uh, shit like that. But then you told me about this one. Yeah. And you told me the plot of this. I was like, that sounds fucked up. And it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, when I watched this, John, I felt sick. That's interesting. <laughs> but I, I it's hard to explain. Like, there's nothing that happens in the movie that's like overly grotesque there's definitely one scene that's pretty fucking gnarly oh there's one scene yes but like when it comes to just like like, in comparison to stuff that happens in 29 needles right Mm -hmm. this movie is way different oh for sure but for some some reason this one hit me harder (laughs) because that's Cronenberg for you yeah yeah like I guess a brief history of David Cronenberg before we're talking for people who don't know David Cronenberg is yeah which again I'd be so surprised if you're listening to us and don't know who David Cronenberg is I mean he's been talked about in the you know horror he's a master of horror yeah he's been talked about just about everybody in the (laughs) scholars write about David Cronenberg yeah he's his stuff is littered throughout the Criterion uh, collection as well as like uh, Arrow stuff, mm-hmm. but like yeah. he busted into like the horror uh, zeitgeist with like Shivers, yeah, and then Rabbit and Scanners and The Fly, mm. <clears throat> and then he kind of got you know he started bridging into something more bizarre films with stuff like Videodrome, yeah, and then the nineties he kind of just went off the rails, yeah, doing shit like Dead Ringers and Existence, you know, all the way up to like just mainstream action stuff with like. History of Violence and yeah. Eastern Promises, and he's even still going today with a new film. Uh, uh, was it Crimes of the Future? Yeah, which I haven't seen yet, but I really need to. And Cosmopolis, you know. Yeah, but the film we are talking about is from 1996. Yeah, 
and it is an odd one. <laughs> yeah. But it's so David Cronenbergian, it hurts. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is Crash. Yeah, Crash is... Uh, I got myself to get... <laughs> I got myself to check. <laughs> yeah, this movie is oddly depressing. Oh, yeah, it's very melancholic. Like, it, it's so hard to, like, put a finger on why it is. But when I was watching this, like, I felt every bit of, like... Hope <laughs> for humanity getting sucked away. If I could describe the movie in one term, it'd be dreary. Yes, that's a very good way of putting like it. Like, it feels like it takes place either at night or overcast. Like, there's no sun. Yeah. No sun to be seen. <laughs> it's it's dark. But, anyway, what is what is the plot here, John? So, we have a TV producer by the name of Ballard. That's his yeah. last name. Everybody just calls him Ballard. Yeah, it's James Ballard. James Ballard, which the writer of the book that this movie's based on is J.C. Ballard. Really? So, it's probably, you know... Thought of the hat, yeah. To, to the uh, writer. And um, he's a TV producer, and him and his girlfriend, Catherine... I think I think I have it wrote down. Uh, maybe I don't. Yeah, I, I think it is Catherine. But yeah, him and his girlfriend have a very open relationship, and they're both very uh, what's the sexual? They're very sexual. They're they're swingers. Yeah, not just that, but they're, they're definitely like constantly on the verge of what's going to get them off more. Yeah, they're they they are driven by sexuality. Yeah. yeah. You know, cuz like the first time we see them, you know, they're she's being an exhibitionist, you know. Yeah. He's having an affair with the camera girl in in mm-hmm. a place where he could get caught. Yeah. You know, so a little bit of exhibitionism in his own rise. So they're definitely very sexual people who are driven by their sex drives. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> driven. Get it? Oh my god! I, I just not. I think I just not picked up on that. <laughs> sex drives. Yeah, sex drives and crash. Mm-hmm. My god, I'm an, I'm <laughs> I'm a dimwit. They literally have sex drives in this movie. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, they do. I'm I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> It's all right, man. It happens to us all. Fuck. Anyway. So, one day driving home from uh, work, Ballard is looking at scripts and shit while driving, which is horrible. Horrible idea. Horrible idea. And ends up getting into a horrendous car crash. A horrible car crash. Where the driver of the other car is sent flying through one shin windshield to the other. Horrible. Ballard's legs are completely broken. They're fucked. He's in this horrible contraption. I don't even know if that's, if that's medically accurate at all. It looked like just a mass of metal. It looked like something Pinhead would come up with. <laughs> you know, he could have been a goddamn Cinnabot <laughs> yeah. with that shit on his leg. It definitely, like, I've definitely seen stuff like this before, but not in this time period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's in a horrible car crash, and the passenger of the <laughs> car he ran into is Dr. Helen. Yeah. Uh, Immediately, as the car crash happens, there's something a little odd. Something a little odd. Pull, it's, it's very, it's very fleeting. Oh, we don't, it, we don't linger on it. It only stays no. there for just a couple seconds. But she pulls she, her tit out. She pulls it out. A little odd. A little odd. A little odd. But maybe you could explain that away. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> they, they're in the hospital, and their paths cross, and um, uh, you know, it kind of goes the way you would expect if you killed someone's husband. See, not, not well. Not well. She shuns him, walks away. But there's a, uh, a doctor. Well, ho- well, <laughs> what we are led to believe is a doctor at this hospital. By the name of Vaughn. Yeah, and Vaughn is all scarred up. Mm-hmm. Which from... I love the fact he never has a first name or last name. He's yeah. just known as Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn. Yeah. That's it. Like, all the other characters do have, you know, longer names, but I, I just remember the one I remembered. Yeah. But Vaughn is just Vaughn. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, he inspects all of his injuries and stuff like that. But in a very odd manner. Very odd. Very touchy-feely. <laughs> yeah, not afraid to lay hands all over mm-hmm. Ballard. So once Ballard exits the hospital, he gets a little stir-crazy, decides he wants to go out, get out of the house. So he gets in the car yeah. and drives off, which, you know, probably not the best idea. Horrible idea. Horrible idea. Uh, he goes to the um, place where all the cars wreck car i guess i don't know what you, the junkyard i guess i don't know uh, what you call it j- junkyard um it's a police thing where it's really keep yeah. all the wrecked cars right to go look at his car and he runs into helen again yeah who is looking for her deceased husband's car yes he uh, <laughs> they have a very strange interaction very strange yeah and he offers her a ride to the airport mm-hmm. i don't remember why she's going to the airport she shes leaving no Anyways. <laughs> She's just like, I'm going back to the airport. Yeah. So anyways, he offers her a uh, drive. Which one of the things about this movie that I think is so fucking cool <laughs> is uh, they, they have this conversation about like, man, does it seem like there's more traffic ever since the accident? Yeah. And it's like, it leads this like almost like supernatural feeling. Yeah. Where it's like, is there more traffic or is it all in their heads? Yes. You know what I mean? We're never for certain of that. I like that. You know, that's a yeah. little touch of the maybe supernatural, a little serendipity mm-hmm. sprinkled in there. It makes it really good. Anyways. It does I'll, feel like Ballard did write the book of bad decisions in this movie. He for sure did. But anyways, <laughs> or did he? Because, uh, you know, he don't seem to regret it. <laughs> you know. So. Reading scripts while driving. Horrible idea. Yeah, I mean. Uh, he gets cut off in traffic, and of course he's nervous, and yeah, know, he's just come off a wreck, so he freaks out, and they get in a little bit of a car wreck, but they don't hit nobody or nothing like that. And what's fun, what's so interesting, too, about that is that car that cuts him off comes back and play a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Almost as if it was intentional. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fate in this movie where it was like, it was all set in stone, you know what I yep. mean? So anyways... They pull over to the uh, airport parking garage and fuck. Yep. Just fucking animalistic, just yeah, on each other. Fuck. It doesn't last long. No, I mean, how could it at that pace? Not even that, just at that pace. They were, they were so ready to go mm-hmm. that it feels like they both just fucking just. Just they both nutted. And again, <laughs> like that makes the earlier scene like so interesting because it's like Helen didn't shun him because of uh she he killed her husband. Yeah. She shunned him because of the sexual attraction. She knew they couldn't do it there. Yeah. You know, it's like well, that's interesting, you know. Yeah, as you said, a lot of fate here. Yeah. So eventually we find out that Vaughn was not a doctor, not a nurse, not a fucking medical student, nothing. Nope. He is the head of this group that recreate Hollywood car crashes. <laughs> yeah. Odd. <laughs> <laughs> Very odd. Um and they also don't do this like you would imagine. No, this ain't this ain't sanctioned. No. There's no pads, there's no helmets, there's no roll cages. They just do it raw. Yeah. They raw dog that shit. <laughs> Which is probably a little bit of a stuff to that too. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, I said, like, yeah, I got you. You pick throwing. up what I'm putting down? Yeah. I'm tossing. You catch what I'm tossing? Yeah. Fuck like you. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But there's more to it than just that. Vaughn also is kind of the ringleader of this group of people who are deeply sexually attracted and turned on by car wrecks. God. So from there, basically, the movie is just we follow this group as their sexual drives grow and their uh, 
perversions deepen until it becomes unable to control it and their desire to cause mayhem overtakes yeah their own humanity <laughs> yeah, no, I mean you both have been in car crashes it's not fun we were in one together yeah we were it was not a good time was there a single moment I was rock hard okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah no absolutely not car yeah. crashes are fucking scary yeah and it's interesting too because this also blurs that line of like a fetish that isn't consensual because sure you may be into it yeah but the other people probably not you know the dude that went flying to the windshield but maybe he was maybe he was maybe he was cause like you know the whole movie you're trying to like what's the end goal for these guys you know what is their what is their goal in this? You know, what I mean, honestly, it feels like their goal is just to get off by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, is it is the ultimate goal is that ultimate satisfactual satisfactory sexual release? Is it death? Yeah. You know, is it to die in a car wreck, or is it just experience a car crash? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing of the movie. Yeah, it leaves a lot to. Uh... There's a lot to think about. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a movie that's like, it's it, it grows upon watches, too. I saw this years ago on um, IFC when they used to play horror and exploitation films you know, after midnight. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, was immensely, like, enamored by it. Just, like, almost like trans-soul. You know what I mean? Like, it like, put me in, like, a fucking, like... Trance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was, like, couldn't stop watching it. But only thing I really remembered of it was the scene with uh, uh, Roseanne Arquette. <laughs> yeah. And her legs. And, you know, how that scene is so Cronenbergy and it hurts. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, once you see the scars on her leg, you're like, all right, Cronenberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta get that one in there. It's, it's so... That, that, it's so, like... Oddly and grossly sexual, mm-hmm. the scars are. Yeah, and like you know, I've heard people definitely describe like, "Oh, this is kind of a departure for Cronenberg." No, this movie is one hundred thousand percent Cronenberg. This is body horror. This is body horror, and these people are mutilating and scarring themselves beyond recognition for sexual gratification. That's Cronenberg. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, like that's more Cronenberg than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his movies drive on sexual energy and body violence, you know? Again, you watch video drum, you can see a lot oh, yeah. of that same, that same stuff. This I'm, is a very much like a spiritual successor to Videodrome. Yeah. Where Videodrome a lot, is a lot about like sex and technology, so mm-hmm. is Crash, you know what I mean? It's just a little more raw in that. Did you say Existence is much like that too? Existence is a little like that too, you know? Yeah. But it's more about like, you know, the fear of technology, I would say. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Cronenberg, like, isn't there like a fear of computers and shit? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Cronenberg had that. Yeah. Like a fear of technology kind of thing. Because a lot of his movies, like especially his like later films, are really like technologically driven. You know, Videodrome. Yeah. I would say Crash. Yeah. You know, and uh, Existence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, yeah. Again, I think it goes without saying. This movie's fucking great. Oh, yeah. David Cronenberg is a fucking master. I even like Cosmopolis, which is a movie not a lot of people like. I don't think I've even heard of that one. It's got Robert Pattinson in it. Really? Yeah, it's basically he spends a night in this, like, um, limo and weird people get in the car and talk to him. That sounds like something to be at my alley. It's, I thought it was really fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what's that name of that one movie where it's just a bunch of people, like, sitting down and having coffee? Oh, uh, coffee and cigarettes? Yeah. It, it's kind of similar to, like, um, Scorsese's After Hours, too, where it's like, you, we focus on this one character and his interactions with weird people in a span of one night. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Crash Man, like, I don't know, there's so much to it. 
and like it's so deep that it's definitely a movie that you're you're going to benefit from multiple watches. Oh, absolutely. Because you're going to pick up, like you said, the car. You know what I mean? How the car plays into it. Yeah. Without spoiling it, but like once you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. You start trying to look for that car early on. Yeah. Like where is it? You know? <laughs> yeah. You gotta see if it's in like earlier scenes. And and the relationships between all the characters is so interesting too because it's like, you know, there becomes a moment in time where it's not about like straight or gay or you know hetero or homosexual. Yeah. Like it does. That's not the point at all it's all about just the cars yeah and the violence it causes and that chaos that energy that's the sexual energy yeah, it doesn't absolutely. matter who the partner is it doesn't matter at all you know no. what i mean like it all matters there's no love here no it's it's all driven upon the sexual attraction to crashes yeah i don't know i fucking adore this movie it's it's top tier cronenberg for sure this was my first time watching it and i fucking adored it yeah it's just such a fascinating fucking movie man i don't know when i'll go back to it as i said it did make me feel icky bad yeah <laughs> it's kind of sexy in a way i mean there's definitely like a lot of pretty people in that movie yeah but a lot they're, of pretty they're people also attracted to fucking car crashes they are but i'm just saying like there is a lot of really attractive people having sex in this movie I don't give a fuck if they're attractive and fucking man. <laughs> their, their, their whole thing is dying in the car crash. Yeah. James Mansfield. Uh, that shit is not okay. The dog. Oh, it's such a beautiful touch. <laughs> Dude. That oh. scene's fucked. That scene's so, so fucked, up, fucked. man. And like, there's an interesting, like the dynamic between Ballard's girlfriend and Vaughn yeah. and, and Ballard is so interesting too because there's a scene where they're having sex and she's like oh, but his penis is scarred Ugh. have you seen his penis would you suck his penis and you're like what are you getting at yeah <laughs> also she's he's into it though oh he loves it he's, he's fucking fired up from it and like it was interesting too is her terminology for everything yeah penis anus it's like the most unsexy things you could say yeah what do you think his semen tastes like <laughs> like could you say cum or something like something to actually sexy <laughs> they say cum earlier in the movie but they do but not here no because then she's like would you let him penetrate your anus <laughs> I'm like oh god your medical terminology is disturbing me for some reason <laughs> this is a turn off <laughs> <laughs> this this entire movie for me is a turn off. <laughs> understandable, understandable. It's just, ugh. it's it's Cronenberg sex, man. Cronenberg sex is not sexy. You remember when Elric Kane described uh, the Devil's Honey as Fulci's cum? <laughs> yeah, Crash is Cronenberg cum. <laughs> Dude, it's like Videodrome. Like, I'm sure people would describe some of the stuff in that movie as sexy. It's very sexual. Yeah, for sure. But I'm sure there's people out there who probably think that. Mm. Not for me. That movie's fucked up. You know, it's interesting too because I did some research on this because I like, yeah. you know, I like looking in the movies. And uh, uh, J.C. Ballard, the guy who wrote Crash, actually said Cronenberg's movie was better than his own book. Wow. Yeah, he said he delved into the psyche of the people better, and that he thought it was uh, a better adaptation than the actual book. That's rare. Never happens. No. But yeah, Crash, man. <clears throat> Crash is fucking great. Yeah. I love it. And I had the Arrow edition, and it's awesome. Uh, whenever another Criterion sale happens, because I was not able to jump on this one really. Yeah. Uh, I will be picking this up because it's fucking great. Yeah, Crash Rules. You can get it from Criterion or Arrow. Yeah. Whatever your druthers or your region is or if you're region free, whatever your druthers are. You know, yeah. like I said. Uh, yeah, Crash. I fucking love it. Mm -hmm. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. So, <laughs> this is kind of a short episode. Yeah. Man, we're probably going to hit just over an hour. Well, not much, not much we can do about that. That's whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe... <laughs> 
That's true. Maybe we should get into this <laughs> before okay. I say that. Oh, before we continue forward, okay? Mm-hmm. I w- I'm going to go ahead and do this. Okay. If you are interested in watching this next movie... Oh, shit. It's been a while since we've done this. Then probably turn off the episode and go watch I, I, it. If you don't want spoilers for feed yeah then thank you for listening we yeah. really appreciate you uh if you want to ask questions comments or concerns send to be sick on cinema at gmail.com yeah. or wait to the week of the episode where a bi wicked podcast you can ask in the comments below like we said uh we appreciate you for listening of course uh we love every single one of and we will see you on the next episode yeah but if you want to stick around and listen to us talk about feed <laughs> then uh stick around and listen to us talk about feed yeah now, going into this episode, uh-huh. I was certain the final uh, movie we were going to talk about was Crash. Yeah, me too. Because Crash is a masterpiece. It's David Cronenberg. I fucking love Cronenberg. I love Crash. Yeah, um, I thought this was going to be a middle part. Yeah. But I knew <laughs> that wasn't to be the case. When I, wo- when I woke up <laughs> and looked at my phone and all it said is, feet is dog shit. <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> And then you woke up and came in my room and was like, dude, feed fucking sucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what's going on? Okay. Because, you know, to give a little bit of backstory, Feed is a film that's had fairly positive um, reviews in the past. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially in the extreme underground communities. You know, I mean, I feel like Feed is kind of a notorious film in the genre. Yeah. Uh, I'd always heard pretty good things about it. Uh, so it- I was definitely taken aback to get that message. <laughs> What I want to clarify first, okay, first and foremost, I did not go into this movie being like, I'm going to hate this piece of shit. I went to this with actually pretty high expectations. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe it was the problem. Not not like the highest expectations. I expected it to be good. Yes. And uh, that's not what I got. Yeah. It was, it was, it it was odd. I did not expect that. Because you're like, I'm going to watch Feed the Night. I was like, okay, cool. I did not expect to wake up and the first thing I read is Feed is dog shit. Because it is fucking dog shit. <laughs> now, let's preface this. If you like Feed, that's fine. Perfectly fine. Some movies just don't click with certain people. And I do not feel as strongly about this movie as Matt does. I fucking hate this. I rated it fairly low, but that was because of two things that I didn't like. But there was a lot of things I did like. So, let's get into the plot. I'll say my piece. And then I'll turn the table over to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. So basically what we have here, this is directed by Brett Leonard, by the way, the man Ooh. behind Lawnmower Man and the Dead Pit. Yeah. From 2005. It's Feed, if you didn't pick that up. Uh, what we have here is we have a guy named Philip. Philip's a cuck. Um <laughs> <laughs> what he actually is is an internet investigator who goes online and finds what 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 you really dropped that as I was drinking water sorry sorry <laughs> I didn't even have time to react um <laughs> so uh Fuck. he's an internet investigator he goes online and he uh he finds uh fetish sites and just kind of keeps an eye on people who fetishes can cross the line. Yeah. Like, for instance, we, we open up with him finding a... Basically, it's Armin Maves. Yeah. Or Armin Muse, however you want to say it. <sighs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I know. I know. I know. <clears throat> so, he comes across this site, uh, Feeders X or something like that. It's Feeders X, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he begins to suspect that this guy is uh, taking in these larger ladies and feeding them to death. 
So he decides that he's got to investigate this, but his, uh, I don't know what it is because they're not police. His boss. Because <laughs> they're not the cops. I mean, they're sort of, the. they're like, okay, I've definitely heard of this type of stuff before. Mm-hmm. Where it's these, uh, essentially it's internet detectives. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That look for cybercrime. Yeah. Which I, again, I'll have my piece later. The King Police. Yes. <laughs> but normally what they go after is like uh, your more nasty. Like type. pedophilia rings and stuff yeah. like that. Child porn sites, stuff like that. Child porn sites as well as just sex trafficking in general. Yeah. So, anyways, his boss is like, you know, that last case got to you too much. You just need to, you know, just go home and be off mm. the cases for a while. Right. So, he decides to take matters in his own hand and fly to America. <laughs> You're not going to let me have my piece yet, then you just continue. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> and that's where we're introduced to Michael. Yes. Who is a definitely a sociopath psycho if not anything else yeah uh who is in fact bringing in women and feeding them to death yeah and not just that but like feeding them uh, the way the women that he fed to death before them yeah and he's got one his her name is deandra yeah and she is 602 pounds yeah and he is feeding her to death so yeah. it's basically a cat and mouse game between michael and philip to save this woman's life mm-hmm. or at least we think now, again, before we get into this review, two things. One, if you like feed, perfectly fine. Yeah. Nothing we say has any bearing on your enjoyment of the film. Absolutely not. And two, if you don't want spoilers, tune out. Yes. Because <laughs> we're going to get into this movie pretty in-depth. Which you kind of spoiled it a little bit in your introduction there. Uh, they do that pretty early, oh. Yeah. You know, it's pretty easy to figure out what's happening pretty quickly. Yeah. So, let me say my piece on the film. Go ahead. <clears throat> um... <laughs> okay, so there's definitely a, a, things I liked and things I definitely did not like. Mm-hmm. The movie is super over the top. I was not expecting that. But yeah. I'm not going to count that as a negative because, you know, going in with my own um, um, assumptions yeah. is not a fair critique of the film. No. So I wasn't kind of expecting it to be really over the top and kind of comedic at points. So that did take me back. You know what I mean? From me, the first frame of the film, I was like, whoa, this is a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy the villain a lot. Okay. I know you didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he was really good. And, and the fact that the movie is so over the top, I was completely okay with him also being really Batman villain-ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he comes off as a supervillain. He does. But that I thought tonally it worked in the movie, and I thought that guy's performance at times was really strong. And if anything, the strongest in the entire movie. He's definitely the strongest performer in the entire movie. Easily. But my grievance... Hold on. That, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, okay. But, but my grievance is not with the acting, it's the writing, writing. of his character. I, and I can understand that, but I don't know. I thought, he, I thought he did well enough that it just did not bother me. Okay. If Fair anything, enough. I was like, every time he was on screen, it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I really didn't like the editing choices in this film. It's very much of its time, and it's very Saw. Yeah. It's that ADD, early 2000s music video cutting style, where it's like it can't stay on frame for more than a couple seconds. Yeah, I do feel like movies... Like I'm not going to talk about just feeding directly, so you don't have to worry. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just but saying. Movies of this time period that did this type of 
editing missed the point. Yeah, of the reason why Saw edited it like that. Yeah, which again, some of the Saw movies that do that are kind of obnoxious, even in Saw. And that's the problem with Feed is the editing style is very, very obnoxious. But it's so yeah. much of its time, you know what I mean? That I could see that if you watched it when it came out, you probably would like it more than someone who is watching it for the first time now like we did. Yeah. You know, because you were used to that style of editing back then, you know what I mean? Right. But that style of editing has aged like milk. Yeah, milk in the sun. It's terrible. Uh, also, I despised <laughs> the lead character. Yeah, I'm not gonna shit on the. I don't like shit on actors because like a lot of times you you don't know. Yeah, you know we don't know what the director told them. Well, I kind of know what the director told them mm-hmm. because I after I watched this and had my had my opinions on the movie, I want to see what other people said. Yeah, and a guy I was watching uh, said that the director of this movie is intentionally had people not rehearse their lines beforehand. Seems odd. It was like a horrible choice. Yeah, <clears throat> but the character of Philip is be- is so unlikable that by the end of the film, I was rooting for Michael. Yeah, I'm like he's the guy who's overfeeding people to death. But man, I like him more than I do this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's a piece of shit and a bitch. Yeah. But like I said, like visually the movie has some really interesting things. I'm not a big fan of the color grading of the film. No. Uh, but like, there's no denying that the first time you see Deandra in that bed, it is like a whoa, holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, fuck. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It just hits you hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but then that opening scene's not very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest problem with the film. It's just the lead character, the writing, and the editing. Yeah. I gave it a pretty low scale, uh, rating on Letterboxd because of those things. But like I said, like I did enjoy Michael. I didn't hate the movie like you did. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it's a very flawed movie that could have been a whole lot better. Because I liked the okay. premise. I thought the premise was really good. Yeah. But now let me turn it over to you. Okay, so it <laughs> Drop is... Drop the bomb on him. Okay. Now, you're, you're free to interject at any moment. And I will, and I will. Okay. Now... I'm going to, in my, this is my personal opinion, not anyone else's. <laughs> Red headphone dog shit. <laughs> Red headphones dog shit for sure. <laughs> but I'm going to start from the beginning of this fucking movie. Yeah, there's definitely problems from frame one. And I'm going to go all the way down to the ending of this movie. Okay. <laughs> not, 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 I'm not, it's not going to take that long. He's going to shit on this movie frame for frame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that many Which notes. Is a lot of frames. Oh my god, you got about a thousand frames or Woo! more. <laughs> First off, the color grading bad, really bad. Not a fan of it. But again, it's it's so much a product of its error. See, it, it is, and I can overlook that. Yeah, sure. The editing is very distracting, but yeah. it. I feel like even then, you can get a little bit past that. <laughs> It does, this movie does falter in the scenes, yeah. Right? Like, because like a lot of that stuff, you could say, okay, if the movie was a better movie, you could forgive the yeah. editing and the music and the color schemes yeah. and all that shit. The problem is the actual scenes in the movie. <laughs> yes, the actual scenes in the movie are dog shit. <laughs> Okay, man, I feel so, bad. If, again, if you're a feed fan, I, I'm sorry for what Matt's about to look, do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm going to like. I haven't been in this zone in a while. I know. I knew it. I knew it. Like, I don't think I've been in this zone even before since we came back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I haven't been like this since like some of the early days. Shit. Yeah. 
So. I don't know. You went pretty hard on bulk. Well, bulk, I just said don't fucking watch it. I went off on duck. You're free to watch feet. Yeah. Don't watch bulk. No, bulk shit. Bulk is not worth your time or money. No. If you want to watch feed, go for it. If you like it, you like it. I personally fucking hated it. Yeah, you did. So, <laughs> we have the the this the, the uh, this police squad that essentially says FBI open up and kicks open the fucking door of this uh, gay couple who uh, who are partaking in cannibalism and auto cannibalism. Yeah, and auto cannibalism. It's arm. Just say what it is. It's arm, it's arm and my Yeah, yeah. And that that was supposed to be what they were going for, but my fucking lord yeah again even at this point i still had hope for the rest of this movie when he they go into the bathroom they find them doing all their shit and he's like i want to be eaten no 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 no, i want to be eaten (laughs) i'm pretty sure i wrote my note right there it's like man that performance was tough (laughs) what i wrote was my god That was horrible. <laughs> yeah. I was in that moment like, ooh, that's that's rough. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, okay. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going and let, let, let's keep... Does this- that happen before or after we see Deandra for the first time? I don't remember. Yeah, because I remember even thinking that scene, because like, you see her and you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. And she's like, feed me, I'm hungry. And like they like... Maybe I should go over some of the positives first before I just fucking go into this, okay? I mean, you can if you want to. But the, however you want to do it, brother. Yeah, the po- the positives are the special effects. They're good. And the Michael character's acting. Yeah. His acting is actually very solid. Yes. And, like, I, I'm not going to shit on everyone's acting here because I don't know the exact situation of this, and that's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair to shit on someone... You know, so what they did for their job. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the director of this movie yeah. and what he has presented to fucking class. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, then we get to Michael. Uh, not Michael, uh, fucking Philip. Philip. Philip is with his girlfriend at this point after he... I guess it's his girlfriend. Whatever their relationship yeah. is. He's being cucked. <laughs> which, again, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit I was like. That. Weird. I was like, you know, people <laughs> do what they want to in the bedroom. Yeah. But what bothers him is not the fact that his girlfriend's fucking other dudes. It's the fact that she got her v- vagina pierced. Yeah. And he's like, essentially has this whole angle where it's like, your body is mine. Yep. Yeah, he, he's the fucking good guy. Yeah, he's the hero of the story. Go ahead. Yeah, immediately that's where I was like, that's where it lost me hard. Yeah. Because I was like, this dude's a douche. Yeah. I don't want to follow a douche. As the hero. Yeah. That's fucking horrible. Which I understand flawed heroes, right? Like, heroes with problems. Yeah. And if he's just having, like, relationship problems, that's cool. And there's definitely movies I've watched that we, you know, everyone's watched mm-hmm. where the lead character is a dickhead. Yeah. Like, recently, I watched Scarface for the first time, actually. Yeah, he's a dickhead. And Tony Montana, even though people glorify him, he's a piece of shit. hmm But a difference is, is he's likable. Yeah. As a character. Yes. Even and, though he's a piece of shit. And, and the you acting, know he's a piece of shit. And yeah, and that movie's fucking fantastic. Yeah. The problem here is he's supposed to be your good guy. I never was quite certain if we knew he was a supposed to know he's a piece of shit or not. Yeah. Or if we're supposed to be with him in this situation. Yeah. Which the the way things play out, it makes you assume 
Yeah. That it was we're supposed to be taking his side. Yeah, and Which, I don't know that for certain. No, I don't know that for certain. But I shouldn't have these questions either. No. <laughs> you know, like I shouldn't know Yeah. Where he stands in this in this plot. Which has me being like, huh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay, continue. Continue forward. Moving forward, moving yeah. forward. I'm like, that's weird. I don't like that that much, but yeah. let's, let's, let's keep going. Then, oh god damn it. They go to the fucking computers where they're looking for more fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. And they're just playing kink police being like, that's fucking stupid and weird. Yeah. And it's like, okay. He must have been dropped on his head. He must have been dropped on his fucking head, on his noggin. And it's like, okay, whatever. And the cutting back and forth in that scene is horrible. Oh, it's um, it's miserable. And as soon as Philip finds the feeder website, is me like, I have to shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fat people. Ew. Fat fucks. <laughs> Gone with them. They're done. <laughs> Taking them down. They're, they're fucking dead. Taking them down. Which is already like, what the fuck? Yeah. This movie also does not really know how VPNs or IP addresses work at all. I laughed. So, and again, like in 2005, technology was so much different. Now. Yes. Like, you know, getting your own VPN was not something that was like common. Yeah. But when he walks in, he's like, he's got a VPN. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's got a VPN. <laughs> he's let me out. I was laughing hard. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. But okay. And then as soon as he, as I said, he comes across this site, he's like, I have to stop this. Yeah. And he like tries to like lead him out, being like, okay, you know, what goes on here? And they, they start leaving. Mm-hmm. He's immediately like, this is criminal. Yeah. This is criminal what's going on here. Yeah. You don't fucking know that. He has no evidence. These people could be like, oh shit, someone does not like what we're into. Flee before they fucking find out who we are. Yeah. Which, again, which we know later on in the movie that the character of Michael, who's running this website, is a shithead. He's a serial killer, basically. Yeah, who's killing women by yeah. feeding them to death. By feeding them to death, yes. Because he has mommy issues. Yeah. Never heard of that one before. Oh, my God. Just just fucking wait till we get that shit. <laughs> okay. I know it's going to go this deep. Keep going. Okay. And then... He he finds out where all the shit's happening at, which is in fucking Ohio of all places. <laughs> fuck Ohio. <Yeah>, fuck Ohio. <laughs> no. No, it's good. It's, it's a wrestling it's thing. It's like Toledo, Ohio? Yeah. That's a wrestling thing. We don't actually yeah, make fuck yeah, Ohio. No, no, no. <laughs> this is just to make sure people understand that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's uh that's wrestling. Yeah, there's a faction called uh four four oh and they're uh from, hated. Uh, yeah, they're from Ohio, so the chant is fuck Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny and fun. Yeah. Not like this movie. No. Um, <laughs> even dislike this movie that much but anyways go ahead but he he goes to his boss and he's like we have to shut this down we have to figure out what's going on here and his boss is like fuck no dude we yeah. ain't got no we ain't got enough information on him yeah you've got nothing so it, a reasonable person mm-hmm. would keep doing research would keep doing research philip <laughs> flies his ass to ohio by his fucking self yeah to and try to find too, michael it's like they're like i oh, mean i'm covering up for you philip I'm like, how do they not know? Yeah, how do they not know? <laughs> oh my god! Do you want to talk about the scene when he flies to America? Oh, we're get. Oh yeah, I was about to get into okay, that. Okay, okay, go ahead. And they had this like montage, shittily cut together. Mm-hmm. Which whoever edited this fucking thing like this, I would like to strap to a a chair. <laughs> And beat their testicles with a wiffle ball bat over and over. Wow, again. <laughs> fuck! It's shit. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like it. But I don't know if bodily harm is necessary. <laughs> I mean, not actually. It's I'm, I'm trying to be funny, John. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But okay, 
and as he's flying to America, this fucking awful electric guitar version of the national anthem plays. By like, as if we don't know where he's going. Yeah, with the American flag like overlaid in the background. Ugh. Like you know, like when you do like a crossfade kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like shit. It does, and sounds like shit. It's just Fuck cheap. It. it is shit. It's so corny. It's ridiculous. Like, like I couldn't believe it was happening. I understand the movie's supposed to be over the top, but yeah. that's ridiculous. That was too over the top. That's too much. Like when I saw that, I was like, "What in the fuck is this?" We're going to jump forward a little bit Okay. to when he confronts Michael for the first time. <laughs> he gets punked the fuck out. He gets <laughs> fucking treated like a little bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he runs into Michael's like, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And his wife's like, no, get out of here. Yeah. You broke into my house. You're not a cop. Yeah. you're. Yeah. You broke into our house. Yeah. I, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His first day in America. Whoa, I'm passing out. <laughs> His first day in America, and he's already broken the law. <laughs> I'm passing out. Wait. <gasps> breathe. Okay. Breathe. Oh, my God. It was Your fucking reaction was brilliant. <laughs> Holy shit. And not only does he break into the house, he's immediately like, I have to get into his computer. <laughs> to figure out what's going on Oh, here. my God. I got problems with that. I guess I'll go ahead and throw it in there, dude. He, like, tries the same shit the entire movie. Literally, the same password and fucking username the entire fucking movie. Then all of a sudden, one time, it just works. Also, I was like, what the fuck? Also, like, this is is more nitpicking than anything right here. Mm -hmm. But IP addresses. Yeah. IP addresses work very differently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a computer on a Wi-Fi network, Mm. that has an IP address. Yeah. If you switch or have a VPN... The IP address is gone. Yeah. It's a different IP address. I th- I'm pretty sure I'm right. I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I that's how that shit works. shit about shit. Can we also talk about two? The, the, okay. This is <laughs> jumping forward way far ahead, but we'll come back to where okay, you're Okay, okay. This was just something I was like, what the fuck? They, have a, they find the list of names and social security numbers yeah. for the women he has been feeding over the years. Yes. Right? And he's like, I need you to look up Deandra. May not even be a real name. I'm like, you have her fucking social security number. Yeah. That's everything. <laughs> oh, my, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, God. I was like, why would you like, what? <laughs> yeah, just also, at that point in the movie, which we'll, we'll, we'll go back. Don't worry, everybody. We'll go back to that bullshit where Philip was treated like a little bitch. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get there. But at that point, you have all this information that's being fed to you. Even though Philip's already broken the fucking law. Stop. He's broken the law. And he's already <laughs> overstepped his bounds. He's going to jail. <laughs> yeah, he's going to fucking jail. He is going he's to going jail. He's going to jail with Michael yeah. at this point. Yeah. But you're the other guy on the phone who's got all the IP addresses locked. You have the ability to tell your superiors what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. To send people to America and fucking stop this shit. Yeah. The movie should have ended there. <laughs> but then you would have that awesome parkour chase at the end of the movie. We'll get to that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> going back. This is the Comedy Central roast of feed over here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we go back to the scene where Philip gets treated like a little bitch. Okay. Again, he swings at Michael, fucking gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you're a trained cop. No, he ain't. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's not, is he? He's just some bitch. He's just a guy. He's just some fucking... (laughs) He has no authority at all. He's just a computer nerd. Yeah. And then he he gets his ass handed to him. He's like... And Michael's like, I'm going to call the cops. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, call the cops. And runs! (laughs) 
<laughs> Instead of confronting him, he runs away. And we get some backstory on Michael that makes no fucking sense. No, none of it does. Because the whole thing is like he was adopted because his mother died. He kills his mom. But then it like he finds out his dad isn't dead. His dad is there. Yeah. His dad is alive. Yeah. He just hasn't moved in 20 years or something? Yes. <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> that was weird. Which is like, okay, for one, how would he get back there? Yeah. <laughs> how did nobody discover him? Yeah, how did no one discover his just carcass laying here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so who put him up for adoption then? Yeah. How did they find the old man body over here in the corner yeah. and not do something about that? Yeah. He gets a tattoo on his back of a, of a cross and like, it's like a tribal cross. And the movie tries to lead you to believe that that was done with a razor. And, and pencil lead, I think. Bullshit. <laughs> you cannot convince me that's how that works. Bullshit. <laughs> I did not see this coming. <laughs> this is horrible. I did not expect this level of rantitude. <laughs> okay, so holy uh, shit. Let, let's skip forward a little bit. <laughs> you got to talk at the mic, man. But, okay, you're I'm sorry. You're so angry. You're not, when you scream, move away. But when you, <laughs> uh, ooh, movie, it grinded every gear in my body. I can tell. I'm, I mean, like I said, like I was genuinely stunned. And like when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I don't think it's very good. But like I, the way it tickled you, I, I did not understand. Dude, I don't know why it hit me as hard as it did, but nothing. No decision in this movie makes a lick of goddamn sense. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Okay, so after Michael punks him out like a little bitch. Like a little bitch. Philip goes to his hotel room or motel room, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, this is bad. This is stupid. You can't scream into the mic. Sorry. It's also, people, there's people sleeping in this house. Okay. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> this is okay. not, I'm, I'm starting to worry about your health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> He okay. Come on, come on, brain. Fucking don't show down on me right here. He's okay. in the hotel room. Michael He's, shows up with some Burger King. Which Mike did Burger King sponsor this movie? Because they talk apparently they talk about Burger King a lot in this movie. They bring up so many times. And he goes okay. The guy he's investigating. Yeah, the guy he knows is like a piece of shit. Yeah, he definitely pretty much confessed that he was like a not a good person. Yeah, at least he knows at least that he's a criminal. Yeah. Now, John, if you were in this situation, yeah. this guy was like, want some food? No, I want coffee. Yeah. Oh. It's still hot. It's still hot. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, not, it's like, yeah, no, I want coffee. But he takes the coffee and the sandwich. He does eat the sandwich, too. Which, would you eat that sandwich? There's no way. Would you drink that coffee? No. I know you don't even like coffee. No, I don't even like coffee, but no, there's no way. <laughs> because you know this guy's a criminal. Yeah. It's important. And surprise, surprise! <laughs> Philip is poisoned. <laughs> and he goes unconscious. Yeah. For which Michael has a syringe full of lard and injects it to his stomach. <laughs> which he just gets up and like pops like a pimple, basically. He just like cuts it open and yeah. just it, which is gross. I was like, well, that didn't go nowhere. <laughs> and that went nowhere. <laughs> and also, Michael just leaves him there. Knowing he's being investigated by him. <laughs> yeah, and now has definitely committed a crime. Yeah, you've definitely committed a crime now. Phil doesn't say a goddamn word to anyone about that either. And okay, I, I, we're we're gonna go to another scene here, John. Mm -hmm. He meets up with this girl in the park, Michael's sister. Yeah, Michael's Michael's stepsister or what the fuck ever. Yeah, Who gives yeah, a yeah. shit? <laughs> Who gives a flying fuck? And <laughs> oh, man, this is wild. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm literally sweating. I so can mad. see you fucking like, perspirating over there. <laughs> 
But he, he starts talking to her, I guess trying to get some information. Yeah. Gas lost the shit out of her. Gas lost the shit out of her. It's like, it's like, yeah, you're hot. Yeah. And then just fucking fucks off the rest of the movie. Well, until the end of the movie. Until the, oh, the end of the movie. But. Okay, we're back. We're back. The card, the card got full because I, I just keep talking shit. <laughs> I got to I gotta get a new card. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a new card. But he meets with this girl in the park who we gas lost. We, we went over this. We went over that. And he starts talking about where he's from. He's like, I'm from Sydney, Australia. <laughs> and this woman <laughs> says, is that close to Japan? John. Yeah, I know. That's fucking stupid. It's very dumb. <laughs> I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, that's fine. Because it's it's just so dumb. Like, I'm pretty sure when that happened, you could probably hear me audibly go, Ugh! If I wasn't asleep, probably. <laughs> yeah. I would like to watch this with you. I kind of regret we didn't watch this one together. Honestly, we can watch it again together. If you want to watch it again, if you want to watch it again, we can watch it together. Maybe. I, I am not against it. If this movie had a more, like, easier to attain release, yeah. I'd say let's do a live commentary over it. Yeah, but, but it doesn't really have that. No, it's it's been out of print for quite a while. Okay, let, let's get to the final showdown here. The final showdown between Cuck-Ass Philip and <laughs> Peter Michael. Yeah. Hold on. But now I think about it. Before I do that. Okay, yeah. When he's he's back in Australia and he starts trying, he's pitching this idea of investing in the, the the feeder fetish stuff, right? Yeah. The head detective mentions something about a child porn ring. I didn't even pick this up. He mentions something about a child porn ring. It's like how long does it take? <clears throat> how long does it take to take the, take one of these down? And they're like, I don't know. Or and they say something. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was like a long time or something like that. But. Our main character, Philip, says, fuck them kids. <laughs> Let's get after the fat chasers. On to America, baby. On to America. <laughs> anyway, fi- final scene. Fi- final big-ass, long the, the bullshit fight. scene. Which has one of my favorite scenes in the movie when he's dancing to the itty-bitty tiny bikini song. Yeah, that, I mean, again, the character of Michael, like, not the character of Michael, the guy who plays Michael, is actually good. Yeah, I do think he's really good. He's very solid in this. Mm-hmm. He does kind of look like Draco Malfoy. From, uh, Someone said he looked like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I guess so, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I got that at all. I was looking at reviews on this online. I was like, <laughs> I can't be the only person who thinks this movie's dog shit. <laughs> and there's definitely people who were like, this is bad. But there's also people who really liked it. So yeah. if you get it, as we said, if you like it, you like it. That's yeah, odd. Some movies just don't tick for some other people. You know what I mean? And this movie did not click with no. me at all, if you can't tell already. <laughs> they can tell. They can tell. <laughs> oh, they can tell. But final showdown time, fucking Philip does, he kidnaps fucking Michael's wife. Philip the fuck ass. F- Philip the fuck ass. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's wife, another crime dad to crime. the notch. Throws in the back of a fucking car and, <sighs> god damn it. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be there, in quote, investigating this guy and you've already committed two crimes. Yeah. Breaking and entering and kidnapping at this point. And it's not like there's any escalation either. No. It just he just does he just does it yeah like he's out of pocket from the very first time we see him in the movie yeah <laughs> and he shows up to the the place where uh, Michael's doing this whole fucking shit with the De- or whatever her name is his mom's house his mom's house yes yes his mom's farm house I yes think. yes and I didn't even touch on the fucking the the uh, the uh, the backstory of Michael, but I don't fucking care at this point. Yeah, I just want to get to this shit because this is the bulk of like where I hate it. Okay, Deidre then just flips the switch and becomes one of the worst characters I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh fuck! The, and, and Michael apparently is a parkour master in this scene. Oh, that scene did it for me, man. Yeah, like back to back things happened that I just was like, I, I that was bad. He he's getting into a confrontation with Philip and then just like backflips over the fucking balcony, and it's a fall, dude. Like yeah. this is not this is like a two story fall, and he's fine. Spider Man's it and takes off, and I'm just like, oh my god, what? Yeah, and then he takes off and he's like, you stay there, and Dandridge is like, where do you think I'm gonna go, motherfucker? And I'm yeah. just like, man, they could have done worse shit back to back, but they sure did. <laughs> Two pieces of shit back to back. <laughs> back to back, dude. And there's a scene where she like chokes on the fucking like fluid that they're feeding her, mm-hmm. which is like human remains. The lard, yeah. yeah. And she's having a heart attack too, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, are, are he's he's essentially he's like, are you still alive? Not are you okay? Are you still alive? He's mm-hmm. like, and then she fucking responds with. I'm not dead yet, pussy boy. Pussy boy. Who writes that? What's interesting is like from the very first bit of that, uh, the ending, right? The climax. Yeah. The very first, uh, the very start of it. She's like, I'm having trouble breathing and my yeah. chest hurts. So you're like, oh shit, she's having a heart attack. We're, this is like, yeah, like, you know, time crunch, baby. Like we got no time to spare. No, this thing goes on for like 45 minutes. <laughs> God, I mean, I don't know about that. That's, that's, it's long. It is long. It's not that long. No. It, it's definitely the bulk of the end of the movie. But she's like dying for like forever. Forever. And then like just stop, no sells it. Yeah. And then start selling it again. <laughs> Starts no selling it, selling it, and talking shit. She's like Vampiro in WCW. <laughs> yeah, that's for true. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking. Oh God damn it. This movie's so bad. <laughs> the, more, the more I think about it, the more I focus in on it, it's so bad. Matt's like going to Letterbox, taking down a half star. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm not even joking, dude. This is so bad. It's ass. And of course, they're having this final showdown. And once again. Once again, Michael is whooping Phillips' ass. Dude, he beats the shit out of him. And then at one point, he fucking, like, he starts, like, harming Deidre, which you would think at that point, she would be like, okay, this guy's here to help me. Nope. I mean, yeah, but, like, there is the Stockholm Syndrome thing, right? Which, that's understandable. Which, I get that. But Phillips' whole goal is to save this woman. Yes. What does he do, John? Do you, do you actually want me to tell him? I mean, I could tell him. I mean, how do you want me to do this? Okay. Do you want me to tell him? Go for it. He shoots her in the fucking head. <laughs> he... <laughs> when that happened, I was like, are you fucking kidding me that is one of the stupidest fucking character choices ever and it happens when again michael is about to fucking kill him and her both at this point yeah and michael and i'm like i keep confusing the fucking names philip grabs the gun and you think he's gonna shoot michael and he just blasts her in the goddamn head <laughs> they do it almost matrixy it's like yeah whoosh, whoosh. and i'm like Huh? Terrible. The whole ending is really bad. It's so bad. Again, and the whole another thing too is Michael still has no reason of being there. <laughs> Michael. <It's> fucking Philip. <laughs> Philip has no reason of being there. <laughs> Philip the fuck ass. Philip the dumbass has no reason to be there. Shoots her in the fucking head. Ruins the whole point of him being there. <laughs> that is, you're losing your voice. Am, am I losing my voice? I can hear it right then. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut 
to the ending. The ending of this movie. Somehow, Philip is married in America. <laughs> which I again Living in America. <laughs> which is like, okay, what the fuck ever. I'm like, maybe the movie will have at least a goddamn decent payoff. But no. No, he goes back to the farmhouse. And Deidre's corpse is just fucking rotting away. It's Which like, did look cool. Yeah, I mean, again, the effects do look good. Yeah, they do. Except for this last one. <laughs> and he goes to a man in a wheelchair. Bound to this wheelchair. <laughs> that man is Michael. Yeah. As Philip just sits there and eats sandwiches in front of him. He's like, you want some of this? Say it. Say it. He's like, feed me, feed me. And his emaciated CGI'd fucking ass <laughs> sits there with the shittiest looking CGI'd beard I think I've ever Do you seen. you think the beard was cgi It looked CGI'd. <laughs> I don't know if it was. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. Credits. I was like, something else has got to happen, right? Credits. Credits. And then the song that plays at the end is so goddamn awful. I love life. I like life. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that Fucking was... dog shit. The soundtrack in general is pretty rough. It's horrible. There's also an alternate ending. <laughs> you looked way too much in this movie. Oh, I did. For a movie you hated, you really deep dived this. Because I wanted to figure out everything about how this movie went wrong. <laughs> it goes wrong from almost scene fucking one. It does. And does not re- recover in the least. <laughs> But the alternate ending has all that shit I just mentioned. It doesn't just cut to credits. Then we see Michael and that fucking Philip <laughs> go around the corner. And he's got this fucking shitty grin on his face. And then we see a sniper rifle come around the corner and fucking blast his ass. Kills him. Kills him. It's the dudes from Australia who apparently felt exactly on the map where he was. Because he didn't leave any of that shit to them. They didn't, how'd they know this farmhouse even existed? <laughs> I don't know, man. They had none of this information. I mean, they cut this, to be fair. Yeah, because it made even less sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And That's like, why they cut it. And they're like, we got him. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean you got him? <laughs> he worked for your, co- your place. Which goes back to the original ending. It's like... How does no one know that <laughs> he's been living in all? Like how long? He's clearly pretty emaciated. Yeah, so he's he, got to be there for a while, right? <laughs> yeah, because he's like he he's got a lot of money. Yeah, he has a lot of fucking power, and somehow he just fucking disappears. And no one gives a shit. Philip somehow is just MIA from Australia. <laughs> yeah, he's MIA from the rest of the fucking world. And in that ending, until you see the alternate ending, which is fucking awful too, they're just okay with the fact that he just got away with all this shit. Yeah. He went to America, committed three crimes. Beat his girlfriend. Beat his girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't even get into that shit. <laughs> Good guy, though. <laughs> and this ending made me so fucking mad that I I had a hard time sleeping. <laughs> I was like, that is such a shit ending to a movie that I couldn't believe it. I woke up early, watched this, and went back to sleep <laughs> until the cat jumped on me and started chewing on my hair. Then I had to get up. Yeah, yeah, you had to get up. <laughs> and I, I think that ends my rant on this fucking movie. In, in, the, in the words of a YouTuber I've been watching a lot recently, Brad Tasting Music, Red Headphones, Dog Shit. 
Awful fucking movie. I don't feel as strongly. <laughs> I think it's uh, a pretty rough movie. I, I definitely didn't like it, but I definitely didn't have that kind of passion, hate for it. To me, it's like, I remember you being like, I was like, it can't be no worse than Duck. And you're like, oh, oh, it is. In my opinion, it is. But I don't think so. Like, to me, this did not anger me nowhere near as much as Duck did. Well, the thing is, Duck is just racist. <laughs> It's just racist and stupid. That's only one part of my problem with that movie. I got. Well, I don't yeah. get into Doug right now. Doug is horrible. And Doug's a I fucking ball. Movie. It's a can of worms. Um, but yeah, I didn't feel that passionately about it. But that was fun. That was fun to hear. <laughs> Again, what, what sucks too is like, I remember watching horrible reviews review on this, and he he didn't really like it that much. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was kind of excited to watch this one because this is one that was on his list of disturbing movies for a while. I was like, oh, we're finally getting to this one. Yeah. And it disappointed the absolute fuck out of me. But I know there's people out there who really like this movie, and I'd be actually interested. Like, yeah, shoot us a message and you know tell us why you like it. Yeah, and we're not gonna, like we're not gonna come back at you like, oh, you're fucking stupid. No, no we're, that's we not who. That's talk not who we with are. you yeah. and like actually discuss like, oh, okay, that's an interesting point and things like well, that. Well, it's like even like on Letterbox, like Mr. Parker gave it like like three, mm-hmm. which I was like, I mean, that kind of I was like, okay, that, that's. You know, odd to me, but yeah, but but fair enough. Yeah, genuinely, if you do like this movie a lot, like send us send us a DM. Yeah, and, you know, tell us why you like it, and like you know, fuck, we'll, I, we'll I talk am, about it. You know, I am not going to fucking go after you because you like. <laughs> no, this. absolutely not. That's so fucking. We thing. are not those types of dickheads. No. But uh, yeah, that's fetishes. <laughs> that's fetishes. I did not expect this from this episode that, at all. Yeah, that was wild. Do we know what we're doing next? Oh, yeah, we do know what we're yeah. doing next, but we're going to hold on to that for just a little we're gonna, bit. We're going to hold the, the cards so it's a little closer. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome, though. Yeah. So just be prepared for that. It's going to be really cool. And some movies I'm looking forward to watching. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully we don't have this kind of rant next time. I don't think so. I don't know I don't know if you physically can handle it. No, I feel like I'm... I don't think you got too many of these in yet. <laughs> no. I don't know how many of these left I have. I mean, this was probably the biggest deep dive into a sh- me shit on a movie I've ever done. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. I did not expect you to break it down like scene by scene. Because it's all those things just stuck in my brain. They're burnt into my brain, which I'll give the movie credit for that. <laughs> it's memorable. It, oh, it's memorable. It's never boring. No. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <sighs> that was fun. I'm glad I got that out of me. <laughs> I've been holding that all fucking week yeah i know you can't message me like you have to watch this movie i'm like i'm gonna get to it <laughs> because i because i was like i, I feel like i'm crazy <laughs> I feel like i'm crazy because i've seen so many positive reviews that i'm starting to think maybe i'm wrong mm-hmm. which is still possible it's still possible yeah <laughs> i could have completely fucked up and this is just gonna be a relic on the internet yeah of me just shitting on a movie yeah because i definitely like i said i didn't necessarily like the movie but I did not feel as strongly about it as you did. But I saw your score on Letterboxd again. We don't talk about scores. Yeah, we don't do that. But, but I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. No, I definitely didn't like the movie. Ugh. But I liked parts of it. I liked it enough to give it what I gave it. And, and, and that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Like when I saw when I saw your score, I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I'm glad I'm not fucking insane for hating this <laughs> as much as I do. But uh, yeah, maybe I still am. I don't know. But well, anyway, let's like end I this said, fucking show. Messages, and we'll yeah. find out if Matt is insane or not. Yeah, but maybe I am just a fucking uh, shithead. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You are. I'm, but. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe I am wrong about this. Maybe maybe I need to watch it again. Do I want to? Not really. <laughs> but maybe maybe I need to. Maybe I need to give it more more <laughs> more time to more time to digest. Yeah, to digest. I guess. 
the jet stayed inside your brain. Oh god, it's 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 been living in my brain, not rent free. <laughs> it's been holding my brain hostage all week. But uh, yeah, thank you all for listening to yeah, this. Yeah, hopefully that was fun for you all. Hope you enjoyed that. You know, we appreciate y'all greatly. I definitely lost track towards the end there because I was just like, I, I was. Uh, it, it's over I'm now. To get it all you out. can breathe. You can calm down. I'm trying. Take some blood pressure medicine if you need it. I, I don't take it, but I may need it after that. <laughs> I need something. We're gonna check your vitals. Make sure you're good. I, I would. Be, I'd be terrified to check my blood pressure right now. We're gonna start gambling on it. Start <laughs> <laughs> gambling on it. Is this the one where Matt dies? Is this is this the rant that Matt goes crazy on? <laughs> is this is this the one where he completely fucking kicks the bucket? Because I feel like every rant I've had on this show is slowly inching forward toward to my death. That aneurysm is just like. Burr, deer, deer. <laughs> if we ever do shittiest movies too, I'm done. <laughs> the show's over. You're going to have to go on without me. <laughs> I was bringing Spooky. Hey, that's a great replacement. <laughs> but yeah, um, <sighs> that was fun. Like I said, we know what we're doing next, but we'll announce that when we get a little closer. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else we need to really bring up except for uh, shout outs I don't you're gonna have to go through the shout outs my brain's fraud dude I've had a headache since we started this episode I'm sorry that's all my good. streaming provider didn't help that's all good um, first of all big shout out to Artie from Night of the Bloody Tapes yes he sent us a uh, care package if you will of dude. fanzines that was fucking sick Artie like Again, if you're if you're listening to this episode, man, that was too kind of you. That was fucking awesome. That was awesome, particularly yeah. for me. The suicidal tendencies one. Yeah, I was love suicidal tendencies. The uh, real gross shit was very interesting, and I'm having to hide that currently. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Make sure no one sees it. Yeah, Matt put a picture of me with it on the internet. I didn't know that was happening. Well, I didn't know. I thought it was a story that was going to disappear. But hey, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Uh. Severed Cinema, of course. They are yeah. the premiere. They're the Bible of underground cinema. Absolutely. They've reviewed the profane exhibit. Go check that out. It's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Morbid Horror Podcast. Brandon mm-hmm. Terry. Fucking rules. He's working on a follow-up to Deviant. Looking forward to that shit. Yeah. Of course, Mr. Parker, as always. His shit rules. Go watch his weekly episodes. Go check out his secret top tens. Mm-hmm. Go check out his new like little TikTok reviews he's been doing on YouTube as well. They're fucking yeah. great as well. Uh, Spooky Celluloid, one of the best edited fucking oh YouTubers out there. His shit is incredible. Like Again, I was watching his videos again. Uh, well, we always watch his videos. But I was like really focusing in on like his editing. I was like, this shit's fucking solid. Yes. His editing skills are incredible. Yeah. Cinema's Underbelly is back with Violated Angels. That's fucking sick. Which I, I will admit, I have not watched that one yet because I want to see the movie for myself. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, fucking... Uh, uh, Murderbilly show and tell as well. Yes. Go support fucking the Erotic Grotesque Nonsense 3 if you can. Yes. Of course. Uh, uh, cult Collectibles. Yes. Uh, their Instagram got fucking yeeted. Yeah, go follow Cult Collectibles. Um, yeah, I think it's a... Uh, if you click follow, he has to accept your uh, request. But, yes. Yeah. Uh, Bones and Brews, of course. Yes. Great podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Cemetery shit. <laughs> Uh, uh, graveyard, graveyard shit. shit. I'm fucking terrible. <laughs> graveyard shit. <laughs> uh, fucking uh, what else? There's so many. Purulent Granny Gang Green. Purulent Granny Gang Green. Grind, uh, nasty Gore Grind. Uh, brutal Death Metal. Brutal Slam. Top shit. Slam. My ass. It's gross. What? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. <laughs> hey yo. Hey yo. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, well, there's tons of people out there. Man. Oh yeah, follow the underground, support the underground. Oh yeah. Oh, f- 
fucking banana box releasing. Yes, <laughs> banana box releasing. Um, we'll have something pretty cool announced within the next week or two. I mean, they always have cool shit announced, but this one's a little special. Yeah, this is. It's special. been teased. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's something we've talked about on the show. Yes, once or twice. Let's just say there's definitely a collab coming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you follow them and you follow us, you probably know this already. I mean, you know it is. They just not have. They've not officially announced it just yet. Yeah. So I don't want to. Jump yeah. the gun and take that away from them. <laughs> something, something cool is coming soon. And something else cool is coming soon. I'm not going to exactly say when, mm-hmm. but over next to me, 20 copies of the fanzine are printed. Yes. So if you would like a copy, send us a message. Yes. To say, I'd like a copy. Yeah. And and then once it's ready, yeah, we'll uh, hit you up. And again, if there's uh, more requests to uh, get copies of it afterwards, we'll, we'll oblige and print more. Yeah. And they're all signed, too. Yes. Which I don't know if anybody gives a shit about that. I don't think so, but... But we just thought it'd be fun. And I, uh, wrote, I wrote really stupid shit in all of them. I did, too. I wrote <laughs> dumb stuff like movie quotes and all kinds of shit all over it. Mine is uh, unexplainable. Yeah, there's definitely stuff, like you said, <laughs> you ate corn the long way, though, one of them, for sure. <laughs> And that was baffling to read when I was having to sign my name on it. Uh, you haven't lived to eat the corn a long way. I've not eaten the corn a long way. I, I can go my entire life without eating the corn a long way, I think. Get you a little bit of a, a, a fucking butter. But, butter. 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 Spooky. Or. I can't believe it's not butter. Hey. I'm just saying. It's not technically margarine. No, I don't think. I don't know what it is. is. Yeah, it's not butter. <laughs> Again, as I said, it tastes like butter. Oh, t- hey, remember Fabio used to be like the spokesperson for that? No, he's like, oh, I can't believe it's not butter. No, what the fuck? Yeah, he's all hot and sexy, like whipping his hair back and shit. <laughs> it's like spraying on his abs. He probably shouldn't spray on your on your abs. Probably <laughs> some kind of like f- fucking. Pimple outbreak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, essentially, the ads used to be like fucking like the Chris Farley fucking SNL coffee skit. Fuck. They're just like, here, so try this. Oh, it's delicious. That's not butter. No. We it's not butter. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. God is my witness. <laughs> yeah, if more than uh, 20. Requests come in. Uh, we will print more eventually. Again, I don't know when they're going to be coming out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us a message saying you want a copy. Yeah, doesn't mean we're immediately going to send the copy. That's just getting an idea of what we need. Yeah, we got twenty ready to go. If more than twenty, well, they're then, not ready to go just yet. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, ready to go and then that they're printed. Yeah, um, yeah. And once we're ready to ship them, then we'll get back to you. Yeah, and let, ask you for your address and shit. It's finally coming. Yeah, after we announced it fucking months ago. Yeah, but we went through hell to try to get this thing worked out. <laughs> and it's funny because it all could have been solved with one little click of a button. Yep, <laughs> one click. Yeah, we printed that thing wrong so many times. There's so many trees that died. Yeah, for that like, fucking thing. <laughs> that I was like, what is this? There it was. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> also, uh, I know probably should say this off air, but uh, probably should get more ink for the printer soon. Oh, for sure, for sure. Again, I didn't print all of these at home. I just printed the base copy at home. Yeah, there's a there's a master copy. Yeah, that's here. That's in color and everything. Your it's, copy ain't gonna be in color, so fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm I wanted to be in color, <laughs> but you're limited to what you got. Yeah, I was just playing. Yeah, but uh, thank you all for listening. Of and course, thank you all so much. We love you. You make us sane because you know the original run of the podcast. We thought we was just talking to ourselves. 
Yeah. But now there's actually people who give a shit, which is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. And I was also very unmedicated. So that was also kind of unhealthy. Yeah. Like, I'm talking to myself. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but that enough already. We're going to wrap it up and I'm going to make me a curb. Uh, whoa. Whoa, a curb. I'm going to I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm eating tonight, baby. The no, curb. I'm, I'm making me a Cajun turkey sandwich. <laughs> That sounds pretty nice. Oh, it sounds fucking good, and I haven't eaten nothing since like twelve o'clock this morning. I'm gonna grab me something to eat too. To <laughs> I'm starving as fuck. I've eaten. I had a bowl of noodles and a couple monsters. Born That's all I've eaten today. You were born in a bowl of brownie mix. That is for true. <laughs> but I'm John and I'm Matt, and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on cinema, cinema, cinema. cinema. I don't really have anything to... You know, we usually do these little stingers. Yeah. I hated feed. Uh, I eat corn the long way. Bruh. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs>